0: You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Alright, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 285, Scott. That's right, John. 285. And almost, just
1: short of four weeks ago, yeah, we did 284. You know, I have acquaintances. Um, I was going to call them friends, but they're really not friends. They're acquaintances—people who know me, right? Yeah. And I never hear from these people. I go years never. without hearing from these people. If we don't do a show in two or not three right. weeks, that's when I hear from them. Dude, what's going on, man? What's what's going on? What, did you guys quit or what, man? What's up? That's when I hear why from am I
2: So distorted.
1: I don't know. It's been a long time since we've done it. Maybe you didn't have the knobs in the correct position. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right, man. So why were we out so long? Uh, Can we even remember? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. uh, Month end? (sighs) Month end, yeah. There's
0: always that.
1: And then uh, I know why we were out the last, last week. I know why we were out. Oh, yeah. And then this week, Monday, we were going to be out, but then uh, you recovered nicely at I one a.m.
0: Yeah, last night, John. That's you right. Want to tell us a little bit about that. Another kidney stone, but man, I feel like I got to piss every five minutes right now. Well, that's, um, that can't be good, right?
1: Nah, who is knows? That a sign
0: like of diabetes? No, it's like uh, probably urinary tract infection or something. Oh, great. <laughs> um, yeah, last Sunday not this Sunday, last Sunday, like 10 days ago Sunday, uh, on my wife's birthday, I woke up with a stabbing pain in my back, and um, it lasted all the way till, uh, what, this Monday, since, yeah, yesterday. And then uh, at some point in the morning, I... Uh, well, let's let's digress, shall we? We, yeah, we can digress, sure. Stabbing pain. Uh, told the wife, yeah, I'm not going to work. I didn't go to work last Monday. Last Tuesday, called the doctor. The doctor's like, hey, man, it's, it's a kidney stone again. You got to catch it. You got to get it this time. I go, I'm trying, I'm trying. So my wife gives me this giant... Uh, Uh, mesh metal mesh strainer for vegetables you know this time it's it's like a screen so it's small enough screen to catch a stone and i'm pissing through it and pissing through it nothing happens nothing nothing still pain Uh, try to go to work wednesday do a half a day about two o'clock everyone's like you should go man you look bad so I leave work, uh, lay in bed. I can't sleep. I'm doing all kinds of drugs. I'm taking Xanax. I'm. I went through. I would say f- close to forty uh, Vicodins. Forty, <laughs> forty in a day? No, not in a day. In a week, when? In a week, yeah. I went through forty of them, and the whole time my wife was in Vegas. So uh, luckily, I you know all I had to do was just get go wherever to get food, but I could send my kids because my daughter drives now, so that's great. Nice. Um, and I'm dying with this, and I try to get a hold of my doctor Thursday. He's out. He's supposed to be in in the afternoon, and he's out. He came in early. I'm trying to get some relief. Finally, he calls back, says you got to schedule a CT scan, do it Saturday, get it as soon as you can. I'm telling you, man, you know, you start doing research on the internet and I'm still not pissing out the stone. I got the pain and this is the longest it's ever been. The first time it was like four days done. The second, third, fourth time, uh, fifth time, it was like in a day. And I, I showed you that picture of the last one back in April or whatever and uh, that's the one my wife accidentally threw down the drain and if we had it, I'd already be being treated for whatever kind of stone it is. So they have to
1: look at the stone figure out what it's made of and right. then
0: they can they can do stuff to you. What is it uh, quartz? is it uh, marble? what? Anyway, so uh, you know, so I get a hold of the the doctor, and he used to schedule this appointment. So I try and schedule it. They won't get me until Monday afternoon. Right, this last Monday, yesterday. So I call him back, and I go, "Listen, hey, uh, t- dude." I call him on Friday. I said, "Listen, do I need to go to the a- ER or something?" I mean, my kidney's got to be filling up with with urine. You know, it's got to be backing up you you think about it right a hose or whatever there's some pressure building behind there and uh the only relief i found scott and I, this is a tip for everyone out there um who has a kidney stone is leaning against the sink and jumping up and down <laughs> i would jump up and down jump up and down And it would kind of make the pain go away, and it actually made it feel like it was moving down. People were saying, do jumping jacks, do this, do I'm not doing no fucking jumping jacks. Does it look like you're humping the sink? Yeah, kind (laughs) of. I'm not fucking it. No, I'm jumping. Like I'm leaping. Leaping. I'm using the sink as a balance. It's like a banister. banister. But you know I, I at least three nights I put my face in the pillow and I screamed you know that <sighs> muffled scream you do in the pillow when you're in searing pain I don't know if I've ever done that I probably have oh I can't love remember love of fucking job uh so I, I I yeah I had this shit going on and uh I get a hold of the doctor. He calls me back from his cell phone. He says, uh, what's up? I said, listen, what's going on, man? I mean, is is Monday too late to go in there? I mean, what's the deal? Am I, am I going to die? Am I going to explode? Is my kidney going to rupture? What? He starts laughing. I'm like, it's not funny. He goes, you're not going to die, John. Everything will be fine it's okay Monday is fine it, it, it I can't believe you have not passed it yet but it's okay okay great so pick up the wife from the airport at midnight on Saturday Saturday night going into Sunday uh s- Saturday I actually had a good day I woke up I took my son to his football game uh watched his game you know took him at seven o'clock you know they take the bus now it's high school and all that and um, I drove out to Evanston watched the game great game they almost won they had the ball they were winning they had one minute left and the second play the running back fumbled it <laughs> on like the five yard line ouch yeah so uh they lost uh, but anyway so they're three and one uh So I just start, I did great. We had lunch. All of a sudden, I start going downhill. And a couple hours before I got to pick up my wife, I start getting the chills. And I had a fever of 101. And it says, if you get a fever, you need to go to the ER. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't go. My wife's flying in. She's not going to know where I am. My daughter doesn't know how to navigate the airport. It's already 10 o'clock. I'm not going to call, like, Scott or somebody. Hey, can you pick up my wife? You could. Uh, I guess I could. I if owe it. your wife
1: fries. If I it. owe her a
0: ride home
1: <laughs> from the night she had to drive me home after the, <laughs> the uh, practice. It was a practice,
0: right? Yeah. 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 So, I
3: owe your wife right, a lot well, of things. I'll
0: have to remember that. Remember but that. I, I didn't remember it. I was just thinking about all this shit, and I'm like, I'll just take some Tylenol, or I'll take two more... Uh, Vicodin and lay down. And I'm thinking, all right, I can drive after two hours with Vicodin because it really doesn't totally kick in. It starts wearing off at the two-hour mark. So I, I take the Vicodin, I lay down, and I break the fever. Great. I still feel like shit, but still, I could pick the wife up, tell her I feel terrible. On the way home, I start talking about... You know, if anything happens to me, there's enough money to cover the mortgage on the house, and the and she looks at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she does, has no idea because I was trying not to like let on how miserable I was the whole time because she's in Vegas and she's wanting to fly home, and I didn't want her to do that. Uh, it, but she has no idea. I mean, to this day, I don't think she still knows. The unbelievable fucking pain I was in. So, uh, you know, and I'm thinking it's over. I I got cancer or something. It's, you know, I'm thinking all these things. How can this pain be so bad? But it's okay, John. You'll be fine. I'm thinking he's wrong. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's practicing medicine. He's not a doctor. They're all practicing. So uh, Monday comes around. I go to work. You know, Sunday was fine. Monday comes around, go to work. I still feel like shit. But now I feel like somebody's punching my bladder on the left side. Like they're just taking a fist and go doof, 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 punching like a punching bag. I get over to the hospital to do the CT scan. I do the CT scan. They tell me it'll be re- results will be ready in like two hours. Call my doctor. Two hours later, he calls me back. He says, did you pass it? No I didn't pass it. He goes, Okay, well they found it. It's right at the entry of the bladder. It's four millimeters. I go Is, is that, that good news? Is that good <laughs> news or bad news or he goes no that's good, that's good, but that's a very large stone to be passing. I understand now why you are in so much pain. He says, Oh well thank you. You know, if you need it I said, Well what if it doesn't pass? He goes, Well if if it doesn't pass in three days, please call me. We have to go in and get it. What do you mean go in and get it? Go in where? He goes, We have to go in through the urethra with the scope and, and a tool that goes in and blasts the stone. Uh, sometimes we can grab it and just pull it out. He's got to go through the tip of my penis. Wait a minute, while you're under, right? I don't know. I didn't ask. (laughs) I just got a cold sweat through my body when he started talking about it. I forget what he called it. Okay, I'll let you know. So, uh, I tell the wife, you know, it's four millimeter stone. I don't know what that means. Uh, I thought the last one I had was like four, but maybe it was four long and two wide. I don't know what, but. Yeah, this seems like, he seemed concerned that it was big, but it should come out any moment. So I'm pissing through the strainer all day. I'm drinking water, lemonade, just drinking, drinking, drinking. Nothing comes out. I go to bed at 8.30 last night, and uh, I wake up about 10.30, and I just, I got to piss so bad, like never, ever before. Like, I feel, you know how it is where you you barely get your pants down? You got to piss that bad, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know? And I get the strainer up there, and I start pissing, and I look down, and it looks like uh, Coca-Cola is coming out of the end of my schwanz. Like carbonated? It wasn't carbonated, (laughs) but it was maybe like a, a really dark brewed iced tea. That's what was coming out. I swear to God, dude! I was looking at the the toilet. I, I should have taken a picture of it. It looked like I had diarrhea from my penis. That's the color it was. It was it was a dark cola brown color. No stone. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, and it and it burned. So I go back to bed, but I'm like, wow, what a relief, though. I it felt like. Wow, you know, like I I lost a couple of pounds, you know. So I went, I went back to sleep and I was awakened about 12.56, I recall, looking at the clock. I get up. I got to take a piss again. I grab the little strainer, walk up to the toilet. <sighs> take a couple of breaths. Because now I'm nervous. I don't want to see, like, chunks of blood coming out. You know, like, clots and whatever. And I start going, oh, it's not so bad. I'm like, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. And all of a sudden, dink! I feel it come through my urethra. Like, it's going through the barrel of a gun. And I feel it through the handle of the strainer. And I hear it, dink! Like, hit the inside of it. I'm like, yeah! And I look, and there it is. So, and it wasn't like a kidney stone. It was more like a dick bullet. A dick bullet. A dick bullet. That's a good name for a band. Dick bullet. <laughs> dick bullet. Uh, And it was four millimeters. Uh, I did send you a a pic, I think, didn't I? Yes, made my ball shrivel up. (laughs) So I take it, so I rinse it off. I run down, I show my wife. She's jumping up and down. It's happy. Yeah, it's happy. I'm thinking celebration. You know, I, I just had a baby. I gave birth out of my penis to a stone. We'd have to open a 529 college fund for it. You know, they grow up so fast, right? Uh, so, anyway, got a halfway decent night 's sleep, woke up, took it into the doctor, and he 's not there yet, but the two girls are there, and they 're marveling over the size of it she 's like, "Oh, my god and i 'm thinking, well, okay, well, they probably bring lots of these in right and she says, "This is a boulder I go, come on it 's four millimeter it 's small." She goes, no, I, we, we we get hundreds of these in. This is one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. Usually they go to the hospital and have them like shot with shock waves after the first day because the guy's laying on the floor crying. Not you, man. They're not me. I cry in my pillow. You are all like man. A man. <laughs> I put my face in the pillow and cry. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, as of one a.m., I uh, am the proud, happy father of a four millimeter stone. That well, is the good news the is
1: custody of the doctor's this office is like a big thing. It's, ba- it's four millimeters, but
0: the good news is it doesn't have that far to travel, right, John? From what I understand, uh, no. Once it's in the bladder, no, right? But down the kit that down the ureter, ureter. Your ter- From your kidney to your the ter- bladder? Ter- That's where it fucking ter- hurts. Ter- I know. I've talked about this. This is the sixth time. So hopefully this time they get tested. And it looked like a piece of quartz. Like a, quartz. I pissed out some quartz. Maybe it's a diamond, John. I don't know. I was thinking about uh, when they're done with it, getting it back and making a ring for my wife for Christmas. There you go. Yeah. I'm always giving. I'm a giving husband. Maybe you Scott. got another one in you earrings. <laughs> earrings, <shot>. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very giving husband. I make my own jewelry. Oh, Beth, where did you get those earrings? <laughs> my husband's dick.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's out of sight. So yeah, that's been my the last week. And so, when
1: do you hear <sighs> what it is, what it's made of, and what you have to do? Like, do, would you have to change your diet? Do you get more drugs? I mean, how, what's the next step now?
0: Well, it could be the drugs I'm taking for are my, causing are it. causing it. Uh, it's just one drug, um, but it's it's a combination of a. Blood pressure and uh, diuretics. So that could be. I could be. I'm not drinking enough water. It could be. I get. I have too much salt. Salt it could be salt. Um. They don't know. Uh. My sister in law had a h- huge one removed. She. They had to go in to her back with this little sonic machine oh. and zap it and break it into little tiny pieces. And uh, it was because they told her it was from drinking a lot of protein shakes. Protein shakes. There you have it.
1: So when do you hear? When do you find out? Um, so hopefully this week sometime. They
0: dropped the stone off, right? They dropped the it stone. Off. Here they're you looking go. at it right the, now. The stone is in their custody right now. And they're going to get back to you. I have visitation at the moment. Very good. But you will get it back. They will give it back to you. I don't know. No, I don't think so. They won't? I, don't think so. well, I would want it back. <laughs> I asked. I asked. Hey, I, that's mine. I made that. I yes. want it back. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I see. All right, then. Well, good luck to you and your stones and your
1: kidneys. But moving on, John. 285. We've a lot to cover. TTN News, John. we got a lot of TTN News. First of all george biggs wants to come in oh so, really before we even schedule that are you comfortable with george coming to your house john
0: uh i don't know we'll see <laughs> george biggs here's what he said george biggs wait a minute where's my facts, biggs <laughs> i can't even work my stuff anymore man
1: he asked me john you know because we we bonded uh It's your gig he asked, so he reached out to me, John. Tete anus. Hey, Scott, you were wondering when I can come in and do a show with you guys. That's interesting language. How he how he spun that, isn't it? Yeah.
4: I have... what do you mean, how
0: he spun it, like because you were there. Hey, man, you should come over to John's <laughs> and do a show. I never said that. <laughs> um, I have October
1: nineteenth through twenty seventh off. So driving up to the northern suburbs. And being out late on a weeknight is doable at that time. I would be honored to kick it with you guys if yeah. the offer still stands. <clears throat> Thanks again, and I hope all is well. George. So if Yeah, I once lo-
0: he knows where I live, he's not going to kill me, is he? Right. If I look well, at the calendar... Well, Taco knows where I live, <laughs> so I'm not worried, I guess.
1: If I look at the calendar, that's, um, that is a... 19th is a Saturday through uh, the 27th through the... Wow! Through the following Sunday, Saturday through the following, uh, yeah. So that's like, yeah. So any time of the winner, winner, the twenty first is like winner, winner, when we would dinner. traditionally do a show. You know, if nothing else yeah. is going on. So I don't even
0: know. What, we it was so much better when it was on Sunday. I like Mondays better. Don't you? You
1: like really? Sundays better?
0: yeah I like Sundays better all right well, you know we can do a Sunday uh, I don't can- hate you know I don't hate Mondays, but it just seems like uh, Mondays are one of my toughest days at work because I'm coming back from the weekend and right uh, the Germans have a head start already on me A head start them uh, uh, Germans so by the time i I get home, I'm exhausted. Well, how about for George, we do a Sunday night show? If you're, you
1: know, if, if that's good with you, John. Now, think about this. Uh, George will be sitting uh, where our guests traditionally sit, right? Yeah. So if he does get out of hand, I'm in between you and George, and I can drop him. You know what I'm saying, John? <laughs> Just punch him in the kidney. <laughs> kidney punch. But George. I don't know. if Is there a professional karaoke? There's not professional karaoke, is there? But he's a very good karaoke singer, and he's going to want to be all into the karaoke contest. Oh, well, he can... Uh, what do you mean? Is there a professional karaoke here? No, no, not here, but there, I was wondering if there's a profession, uh, karaoke profession... He's not a professional. I wouldn't say he's a professional. Who? What do I know? Maybe he well, didn't. If I, if I and were him, him,
0: money. If I were him, if he's good at doing karaoke, he should start a karaoke business.
1: Ah, yeah. Because a lot yeah. of
0: times you can't just be a DJ and and spin the records. Up you got to get them up there by throwing a couple songs out yourself. It's like when you you host a uh, open mic night. The band, the house band, who's hosting the open mic night. They got to be pretty Post. good to fill in the time in between in. and get yeah. people going and uh, make them feel comfortable. Come on, sing this one. How about this one? Yep, you know. And if you got a good voice and you got the you got a good vibe going. You can make some dough, some good dough on the side.
1: Well, the the one condition, if he does come in, we, we have to have a karaoke contest. George against Scott against John. And then we'll Ugh. throw it out to our listeners and let them decide. Listen,
0: if I was singing Look. for shit, I Listen. couldn't get enough to make my breath Look. stink. Listen. Look. Look.
1: Get Zach in here. Yeah, we could have other guests. We could have Julie come in, too. So then... George and Julie can square off. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It start a whole riot there again.
5: <laughs> I'm the wheel. Thanks for all
1: this is Zach.
5: Zach's not
1: oh, only singing,
0: he's song playing song guitar. guitar. Yeah. Like I'm on drums. You're on bass. Fine. We should start a band again. Who, me, you, and Zach? Yeah. Right on. Me, you, and Phil.
1: Right on. I've been playing the guitar, John. You know why? Really? Uh, Because I read... All right, so... uh, (laughs) Let's close the last thing. Because I read it's good for
5: triathleting.
1: (laughs) Uh, George... Uh, Can he come in? Do you have to talk to him? Do you have to talk to him on the phone? I've got to talk to my wife first. Okay, talk to your wife. Get back to me, and then I'll get back to him if it's it's all good. All right, then. So, moving on, John. I read a couple of books uh, while we've been out. One of them I read was this Led Zeppelin book. I can't even remember the name of the book, but it was just the story of Led Zeppelin. So, I'm reading this book, and it makes me want to, as they talk about the albums and they talk about the songs in the book, it makes me want to hear all this shit again. Uh, So I I dug all my CDs out, and I've been listening to it and playing uh, along with it and and, uh, getting back into playing guitar. But after I read this book, a couple of things. John Bonham sounds like the biggest fucking asshole on the fucking planet. Uh, Everybody praises his ability on the drums. But when the guy drank too much, which was pretty much every fucking day, He was one of those belligerent fucking asshole drunks. Uh, You and I, John, we get drunk. We're happy. We have a smile on our face. Do we ever get belligerent? I don't think so.
0: You accused me of of being belligerent once. Did I? Yeah. When was that? When I drank uh, uh, Jack Daniels. What happened? I don't remember. You're like... Man, you're really, you you were so pissed at me, man. We shut the show down. Oh, (laughs) it was was on the show? Oh, yeah, it was on the show. (laughs) And the next show you're talking about, and I was apologizing. (laughs) You're like, dude, you cannot drink Jack Daniels ever again. Because you you get so fucking confrontational. And it's like a friend of mine, another Scott that I know, you, you give him vodka, he wants to fight everyone. He's always, you know, vodka, and he's starting a fight with somebody—a F- physical fist fight. He wants to start, and uh, yeah. So I've ever since that day, I've never touched Jack Daniels. Oh well, how about that? Yeah, um, I haven't had anything to drink really in in almost a year. Okay, to be honest.
1: Well, I, my I have an uncle, uh, sweetest guy in the world, but when he drinks too much. Total fucking asshole. Yeah, and these stories about John Bonham, and th- and then the other thing, he's he's like a drummer in the greatest fucking band on the planet. So there's people that enable that behavior. So it, he's beating people up. He's just fucking with people. <laughs> he's just a total fucking asshole. And then um, the other thing I found out is uh, uh, plant. Uh, I I knew that he had lost a a child, but I didn't know the story behind it. Yeah. So they tell that story, and he blames that on his behavior with Led Zeppelin when they were on the road. Uh, So for Bonham and Plant, they were playing in, in bands like uh, Modern Elixir, right? Yeah. And then they get a phone call from Jimmy Page, and he says, hey, you want to... Uh, uh, John Paul Jones, Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones were session musicians. Page played with the Yardbirds. Hey, you want to join the new Yardbirds? Uh, and they were thinking of giving up music because they couldn't make a living. And they're like, yeah, sure, okay. And within six months, they were like uh, on the fucking map and in, in becoming one of the biggest bands in the world. And they were only 20, 21. I mean, so that's got to be a fucking... Right. ...head trip. Um, So, Plant and... They were both married at the time, but they... Yeah, um, but
0: music, the music business back then was like... uh, It wasn't like as big as it is now. Or or when, uh, you know, grunge hit the world and... You know what I'm talking about? I mean... I think it's different now. It's It's much different now. I don't know if you watched that Rush... um, documentary about their their successes and and all that. I mean it it took a while to get to the point where yeah, they were playing all these shows, but they would play with like ten bands at a time and sometimes they're playing high schools and even though they were getting radio airplay, it was very limited. You know, it took a while to like get some real money out of it. Well
1: that that wasn't the case for Zeppelin at all because um Page was in the the Yardbirds, and his name was known, and he was known. Well, he in, was a session
0: musician. He was, yeah, he
1: was known as a, se- yeah. a great session musician who doesn't know how to read music. Yeah, and uh, John Paul Jones, they used to run into each other at these sessions, and that's how he got him on board. And then he just heard about these two guys from you know just talking to some. He wanted to offer the job to somebody else. And they're like, uh, yeah, I got something good going on, and we just signed a record deal. But, hey, you might want to check out these two guys. And he fucking called them up, you know, pretty much because he had nowhere else to go. These guys show up. They jam once, and they're like, all right, let's do this. We're going to be the new Yardbirds. And they have a tour uh, just on Jimmy's name. (laughs) A tour. A tour. A tour date. Just on Jimmy Page's name. So they they didn't play um, high schools, but they did play colleges and stuff. And after that first tour, they put this album together. And after the album came out, then it was fucking stadiums from then here on out. And at the time, the biggest band in the world, like from the 70s to 76, maybe. Yeah. So then uh, uh, Plant's kid, he has one of his kids, has some sort of uh, infection. He dies. And Plant blames his behavior for that like it goes it goes back to this supreme being thing where there's this ultimate judge looking out for me that's the vibe i got yeah and so after that happened it's um, because of
0: my behavior the lord punished me
1: they don't really get into to that aspect of it but he felt that his behavior uh on tour from from when they started touring in 68 through 75 or whatever because they did some crazy fucking shit Uh, He blames that. This lifestyle that he led, that's why he lost his son. So it it just implies, or I infer from that, that he he believes in the supreme being, right? So That's the reason uh, Zepp never got back together. Because John Paul Jones and Paige have wanted to do it forever, but Plant doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it because... He started this solo career and he did this thing with this woman and it won some Grammys and he's like, I'm done with Zeppelin because Zeppelin reminds him of this yeah. dark time where he lost his his kid. Um but they finally got him back together for um uh, what do they call it? Celebration day or
0: something? Yeah. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen it yet, no.
1: Jason Bonham plays drums, it's yeah. pretty good.
0: I've seen like a thing that he does where he plays with his dad in the background and shit like that, but
1: Yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good,
0: but, uh, yes, that, uh, boy from... I can't believe they got back together after all that shit. After all what shit? Uh, Not them. Who? The cheeks of my ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, John. Uh,
1: So what else did I find out? Um... Oh, the guy the, the, It's the best, David—the drummer from Cream. What's his name? The Latin Lenny Bruce. That's the comedian, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Lenny> <laughs> What's the Bruce. drummer from Cream? He's the guy who sings too. Uh, when uh, when Zeppelin got back together with the uh, Bonham's kid, and they just released that latest DVD, he went on a fucking rant. I, I didn't hear about this when it happened, but it was in the book, and he said, "Ginger Jimmy, Baker, dude." Yeah, is that a Ginger Baker? Ginger Baker. Pretty Jimmy sure. Page is shit, man. He sucks. Eric Clampton knows how to play guitar. Jimmy Page doesn't know shit. He sat and I guess they had to tune down, like A.K.C. had to tune down, yeah, so that Plant could sing the songs. And he was railing on him for tuning down, and we would never have to tune down. And Cream was way better than Zeppelin, and they suck. <laughs> Ginger Baker, really? <laughs> What else did I find out in that book? <laughs> um, I guess I knew most of the stories, but it was just reliving that narrative. And then some of the st- he, there were some stories I didn't know about the recording of the songs and and shit like that. Oh, and the other thing is, and I had heard about this before, is the plagiarism that went on. They basically stole the entire fucking first album. Who did uh, Zeppelin and Page? Oh,
0: from blues, from blues, tunes, yeah, tunes, blues
1: yeah. riffs. They, they took different riffs and, and Plant even lifted lyrics, uh, word for word. Yeah. I never knew that, but they, they uh, made an eclectic um, blues, like they took ideas from ten songs and they made one song out of it. But some of the songs were just duplicates, like... Um, was Whole Lot of Love, was that the second album or the first album? I think that was the second album. Oh, oh, oh. So now, if you buy a CD, oh, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. they credit the guys that they 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 have uh, songwriting credit for the, yeah. the guys who actually wrote the fucking song. <laughs> but uh, really interesting story, and it really started to fall apart when Plant's kid died and Paige started uh, the smack on the heroin. And then uh, somebody... Oh, Plant got in a car accident, too. And they had to cancel. They were off for like a year because he couldn't tour because he fucked up his uh, broke legs and shit like that. And that was in 76 or 77, and then it's just all downhill from there. All downhill. And then bottom. Downhill. Bottom, you know. Drinking again. He bites it. Hey, the guy was only fucking 32 years old.
0: Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin's song, Whole Lot of Love, contained lyrics that were uh, derivative of Willie Dixon's 62 song, You Need Love. In 1985, Dixon filed a copyright infringement suit, resulting in an out-of-court settlement. Later, pressings of Zeppelin to credit Dixon as co-writer. I had no idea. Oh, there's a lot of, you're right, there's a lot of Zeppelins. Uh, Led Zeppelin two parts of the song Bring It On Home were copied from so- Sonny Boy Williamson's 63 recording Bring It On Home, <laughs> written by Willie Dixon <laughs> on the same album. The Lemon Song included an adaptation of Holland Wolf's Killing Floor. In 72, Arc Music, the publishing arm of Chess Records, brought a lawsuit against Zeppelin for copyright infringement. Over bringing, Bring It On Home and The Lemon Song, the cases were settled out of court for an undisclosed sum. Zeppelin also paid a settlement f- to the publisher of Richie Vallon's song, Oh My Head, over Boogie with Stew from their album uh, Physical Graffiti, which borrowed heavily from uh, Valin's song. How about that? You yeah. knew about the Ghostbusters, right? The list goes Ma- on and Marty, on. Marty was on here telling us about that. Or no, he told me about that. Uh, Ghostbusters, Ray Parker Jr. Who did Huey, the Ghost, Huey, Lewis Huey Lewis and Huey the Lewis, News. So, sued him. Yeah. Sowed him. Sowed him. Sewed him. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but when I, uh, I got into Zeppelin at a midnight movie, I saw Song Remains the Same, and I was fucking blown away. The movie sucks. I mean, there's that whole intro and yeah. those dreams sequences. Yeah, with the racing just car. Just show me the live yeah, fucking footage right. already, already. Waste my time. <laughs> but the live footage, and, and that was kind of sloppy, and, and yeah. the edits were kind of lame. But I was just fucking blown away by the energy and by the music, and that's when I got into them. So it was like, I when did I see that, 1982 at a midnight movie, or 1981? And, uh, yeah, there was, and they talk about that in the book, that the, the, like, the first seven years they toured, it was just the band. They didn't have anything other than the band. Uh, And then in 77, they started getting lasers and all that other shit.
0: How about that? 1967, dazed and confused, he ripped off Jake's home song of the same name, even the same name, which had been performed by Jimmy Page when he was with the Yardbirds. In 2010, wait till 2010, and he files lawsuit against the guitarist for copyright infringement in United States District Court, claiming Page knowingly copied his work. The case was dismissed with prejudice in January 2012, both. A stipulation filed by both parties the 2012 Led Zeppelin release celebration day credits the song to Jimmy Page inspired by Jake Holmes.
1: Well there's a story about Stairway to Heaven that that was ripped off. The get the uh chords the uh, the opening.
0: Oh really? Yeah. I mean if you really want to get to it uh almost all the hit songs have the same chord progression and they come from you've played that before yeah, they come from a certain a certain song from back when what is it called uh I can't even remember that I played it one time and but it was like a um oh here it is uh, in classical music, software exists that automatically generates music in the style of another composer, using musical analysis of their works. Most notably, David Cope has written it. No, that's not it. It was a uh, it was a classical uh, artist. Oh, here we go. Here's one. As well as some artists abandon the stigma of plagiarism altogether. Composer Dmitry Chkavachkovich. Perhaps commented sarcastically on the issue of musical plagiarism with his use of "We wish you a Merry Christmas" and instantly recognize recognizable tune in his Prelude Number Fifteen in D flat. Um, so he's saying it's accidental, it's unconscious because you've heard it at some point, and and usually it's they they come from these like all the blues. Scales are have turned into rock songs now. Mm-hmm. They've just dropped some of the some of the sadder notes, you know, and made them more up tempo. I can't remember though what we were talking about the one time because there is one specific composer that they always recite back to that says if anybody should be collecting royalties, it's this dude who's you know long dead a hundred years later. Because almost every hit song is is from what he wrote, and and I'm, and and I've also talked about all, so many Spin hit songs it out, with man. you. So many hit songs with you. Look, I'm trying to read at the same time. you hey, douche! You've played, it time. you've played it on the show. It's been a long
1: time. You played it on the show. Some guy does. It's the same four. Is it four chords? I get three chords. I can't remember, but it's the same chords are used, and the guy just plays the same chords, the same rhythm, but he throws the different lyrics of all the hit songs. Right. And different
0: tempos and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So you read that book, and then you read another one.
1: Yeah, I read some other ones. Those are science books, John. Science! Uh, Not much to talk about there. Um... Other TTN news. Uh, Manny, a friend of mine, Manny, he's been on the show before. I think he called in. He's Italian, John. Italian. Uh, he said, hey, I want to come into the show. I'm like, great. You want to be a guest? What? No, no, no. I just want to come and see w- what happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> he listens and he wants to it. know how you know we record shit. Hey, we might be able to get like a bottle of whiskey out of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so now I got another
0: weird person coming to my house. <laughs> He's not I a don't weird know. person. He's one of the nicest guys I know. Well, so is George. But you sounded you're like, hey, um, I've hey, worked with
1: Manny for the hey, last
0: fifteen years. Hey, hey, let's put you on the spot, John. Right? I here. met George one night. I got something to ask you. One um, night
1: I met George. <laughs> I don't know. George may be a stalker. Who knows? We'll find out, right? When he comes over. <laughs> His sister seemed very nice as well, John. They seem like a very yeah. nice uh, uh, group. Their parents are very should be very proud. Yeah. While I was watching. I was at the Outback tonight, and they had some uh, thing on the screen. They did like a, a Manning, uh, Archie Manning, Peyton Manning. Uh, what the fuck is the other kid's name? There was a Manning documentary. <laughs>
0: Archie Manning, Peyton Manning. What's the other one? Fred. Fred Manning. Fred. <laughs> no, man. He's a quarterback oh. for the New York Giants. Uh, uh, young. Young Manning. Young Manning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but I'm thinking, uh,
1: is that like, is? could you claim the greatest I you, can't even
0: remember his name either. Can you claim uh. you're the greatest...
1: <laughs> Parent on the planet when you have two sons that have both won Super Bowls. Well, all right, right. I mean, how fuck fucking cool is that? Yeah. Hey, hey uh John, how's Nathan? Oh, he's Eli, doing well. Eli Eli. Man. Eli. Like if if he called in to the show, if uh what the fuck is his name? The dad's name. I just <laughs> said it. Archie. If Archie called into the show, "Hey John, how's Nathan doing?" Ah, they were in this football game and they were they were winning with a minute to go and then the running back fumbled. "How are you doing?" "Well, both of my sons have won Super Bowl rings, John, and my oldest son Peyton is probably going to win MVP." In Denver this year. How about that? Yeah. I mean, their careers aren't even over.
0: Yeah. I'd say, why don't you suck it, Archie?
1: (laughs) Suck. All right, John. So? So, Manny... Um... He wants to stop by and just see the process. And I'm like, there's really not much to see. Because well, send him a picture. I'm in one room. Yeah. John, I don't even see John. John's in another no, room. Nobody's allowed to come without getting on mic. All right, so I'll just... tell him. you got to get on mic. you got to tell us some Italian stories. Speaking of Italian stories, John, more TTN news.
0: We're going to get to... Hey, uh, I know an Italian story. T- <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Do uh, you know why Italians wear gold chains? Yeah, because they know where to stop shaving. Yeah, yeah. You know the only time it's a, it's, a, it's allowable to spit in an Italian woman's face? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> when her mustache is on fire. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we got TWW
1: kidding. news coming up. I love we the Italians. Got, uh, I'm part Italian. Um, Syria Uh, bombing—is that Armageddon, John? Uh, And and more, most importantly, Skype is working, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Skype is working; it's back working. But I have a story to tell. Messages. Triathlon, John. I did a triathlon in Lake Geneva, and when I do the triathlon in Lake Geneva, you know where I stay. (laughs) Do you know where I stay? No. I stay at TP's. Oh, TP has a place in Delavan. So I, I'm in a relay My cousin Greta's in the relay And this guy that I've worked with I haven't worked with But he's a headhunter And he's got me gigs for the last I don't know, 15 years? Uh, he did the ride Greta did the run I did the swim So we, we uh, meet at my house And we head up north to, to T.P.'s in Delavan Before we get there We gotta stop and, and register We already registered But we gotta pick our packets up You know what that is? Picking the packet You're up you <laughs> The nuts The nuts we got to get our numbers, and they used to... Um, this is something new. They, in triathlons in the old days, they used to have a big Sharpie, and they'd draw numbers on yeah. your shoulders. Now they have tattoos, John. Ooh. Temporary tattoos. That was very cool. But the fucking thing lasted a week. I couldn't get it off. Um, so, we get our packets, and then we meet Tony. We're like, Tony, I want to go to the place... Now, when Tony first had ass cancer... John, no, if I ever hear you say that again, Steve, uh, Nick, Dan, yeah. and Tom O'Connor, and me, we went up there and we took him out to dinner to this place. It was called. Um, Hogs and Kisses. No. Waterfront. The, the waterfront. waterfront. Oh, right? yeah. So. I'm texting him. I'm calling him. Hey, we're on our way up. Uh, We gotta. uh, We should be ready about seven thirty. Between seven thirty and eight. So I want to eat at this place that we took you to that last time. That's where we want to go. Yeah, that's the waterfront. All right, where is it? Uh, It's it's. yeah, just Google it, you know, <laughs> just Google it. So I Google it and, and we end up at this place in, um, it's gone. Though. Fontana beach. No, there's, there's fucking two of them. Oh, so I end up at this one in Fontana beach and I'm looking at, it, and I'm like, this isn't it. This isn't the fucking place. So I'm calling him back and he's like, where are you? I'm here. I'm already here. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm standing in front of this place called the waterfront, and, and it's not the place right. that we were at. So he, You're at the Abbey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at the Abbey. So he hands the phone to this woman who works at the waterfront, and she's like, yes. Um, it's like Williamsburg or something, or Williamsburg. You need Williams directions? Yeah. Yeah, I need directions. I'm at the I'm at the Abbey one. Where are you guys? Oh, we're just on Route fifty. So all we had to do is head back north maybe a mile or two and then take a left on Route fifty and we're right there. So we oh, get there. Is it Delavan? It's uh yeah, I guess it's Delavan. Yeah. So Lake there's Delavan. waterfront restaurant and the waterfront Waterfront pub is where T P was. Why the fuck would they name this p- it's not near the water. This place where we met Tony. It's nowhere near water. Why would they name it I'm there? I'm here, you dummy. <laughs> so we get there and I had my uh, uh, Jack and my cousin had never met Tony before. So I you know I say hey, he's a little rough around the edges sometimes. He's a little rough. Don't mention Obama and uh, everything should be great. And Tony was Mr. Fucking Host. It oh, was unbelievable. Yeah. Mr. Sophisticated.
0: No mention of niggers yeah. and wops and chinks. <laughs> None of that. Mr. Super Cool. He is a great guy. <laughs> you know... He always asks about my kids. Every time I say, hey, how's the kids? How's the kids? How's the kids? You know, he's a nice guy. Yeah. His thought process (laughs) about things is a little fucked up. It's like Idiot Abroad. I think we have a show with TP. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like like how Carl, uh, Ricky Gervais' buddy, is you know, his viewpoint on everything. TP's views. Yeah, I mean, we got it right there.
1: Right there, John. But he's, he gets a little, uh, uh shy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, with the ladies? Uh, not with, <laughs> yeah, I guess with the ladies, but <laughs> when it comes to expressing his views, unless it's yeah. in a very private situation. Or, or one right? where, uh, he's got some backup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like yeah. my family. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, we have a nice dinner. Uh, we go back to his place. We have a bottle of wine, so everybody has a glass it of sounds wine. sounds
0: a little gay. Does it? sound gay? We have a nice dinner. We nice go back dinner. to his place. We have a nice
1: bottle of wine. And then we put tattoos on each other. That's exciting, John. <laughs> so we get to sleep. Then we got to get up at, uh, I don't know, 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. So we get up at 6. And Tony's got to get up at 6 because he's got to go to work at Home Depot. So we all leave his house. He goes to Home Depot. We head down to Williams Bay. It used to be in Fontana. They moved the transition area to Williams Bay. Right? So we head down there. uh, We get the bike racked. And uh, it's 34 degrees, John. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So they mentioned the race was supposed to start at 6.30. Uh, Which means our wave would probably leave at 7, and they make an announcement. Due to the fog, uh, we're going to have to delay the race by an hour until the fog lifts, because they don't want people swimming out there, and they can't see (laughs) them, and the swimmers can't see where they're fucking going. Drowning. Right. So, okay, another fucking hour. We could have slept another goddamn hour. So now the race is going to start at 7.30, which means I'm going to start at 8 o'clock. So now I got all the fucking time in the world. I fucking hate that. But, uh, well, not but, uh, Jack, well, Jack and Greta, this is their- Jack, but, <laughs> Jack wine, <laughs> back at his place. Uh, they've never done a triathlon. So <laughs> Greta is not nervous at all because she's done half marathons. She's getting ready for the yeah. Chicago Marathon. She's done a ton of races. Jack is this bike rider, but he does, like, these mile sprint races and five-mile sprint races. So 28 miles, that's fucking new to him. Oh, I told him it was twenty under 25, because that's the Olympic distance. For whatever reason, they said, oh, it's 28 this year. So he was all bent out of shape about that, because he was training for 24. That's how fucking sophisticated yeah. his training is. You see what I'm saying, right. Jack? So then I mentioned, oh, by the way, it's 28 miles. He, he was like, what the fuck? What did you... I, my training, my whole training, was for twenty four. Man, look, I don't know what to tell you. Just fucking <laughs> <laughs> suck it up, suck it up, ride three more miles. <laughs> 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 so he's all nervous. He's got to... because it's so cold. He's got to warm up. So he brought his bike and then he brought like a mountain bike with a a stationary thing. So he's like. uh Hey, uh yeah, I'm going to go I got one of those by the way. So he's in the back got of his of pickup truck. I don't. And he's warming up for 30 minutes while I'm uh, while Greta and I are at the beach waiting for the start of our race. So, uh it t- comes time for me to uh get in the water, John. And I am I have never looked so forward to getting in the water because <laughs> I am freezing my fucking balls off. <laughs> It's thir- like it warmed up two degrees. It's yeah. 36 degrees, but the water temperature is like 72. That's yeah, a goddamn right. sauna. So uh, they get our wave. We got to get our uh, our wave lines up. I don't even get in line. I'm like, just wait till they get to the starting line. That's when I'm going to undress and get down there. Yeah. So they do that. They set the, 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 uh, the gun, go, you know, we go. And it was so nice to get in the water. And the thing I always forget about Lake Geneva. Lake Geneva is, is a. It's not a very big lake, and it's very crowded yeah, with boats and shit. Right. But it is crystal fucking clear. That always shocks me. Yeah, a very deep. Also, yeah, it's deep. very very deep. But with the first five hundred yards, you're swimming. You're swimming out over like this. Um, the, the floor of the lake is covered with vegetation And it just looks so cool You're like in this other fucking world And the water's crystal clear You can see all the way to the bottom It is so cool So I swim And then uh, I catch up to the wave
0: in front of me And this woman's kind of swimming Do you know how many how many feet deep it is? I don't, how many? 1,017 feet in the Lake max.
1: Geneva? Yeah Wow, I never would have guessed that Never.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one in Switzerland. No. <laughs> uh, uh, 144 feet. I'm sorry. Well, that's still pretty deep.
1: <laughs> I mean, the lake is only eight miles long and yeah. like a mile wide, isn't it? Yes. So I'm swimming. I catch up to the wave in front of me, and this woman uh, it comes like out of nowhere. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm swimming my head down. I'm swimming. I, I swim straight. So I'm swimming. I'm swimming. And I catch up to this woman, and she's kind of swimming a little bit to my left. So I saddle up to her, and I don't want to swim over her. So I change direction. I figure she knows where she's going, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, because I don't want to hit her, and I change direction. and I got my head down, and I'm swimming, and I'm swimming, and I'm swimming. I finally pick my head up, and I'm like, two hundred yards west <laughs> of where I need to be. <laughs> I'm like, well, the fuck? <laughs> so I get back in, you know, I get back into it, I, I head to the cone I need to head to, and then I see <laughs> yeah. The one guy, hey, what is this guy doing? <laughs> so I, I make my turn, you like swim out 750 meters, then you, then you swim 100 meters uh, one way, and then you come back, and then I come back, and going out was was great because I there was uh, not a lot of crowd, and when I did catch up to the other waves, they were kind of spread out. But when I was coming in, it was just fucking jam packed. And then transition—you got to run to where the bike is, and usually, typically, this is maybe a hundred or two hundred yards. This is like a fucking half mile. I got to run in bare feet. <laughs> oh God. So I run, and then I, they have this uh, electronic timer. It's on my ankle, so i got to take that off. I give it to Jack, then Jack goes, and then Greta and I hang out, and then Jack takes an hour 25 or something. He comes back, then we give it to Greta, then Greta runs, and then she finishes. Get this, John. I thought there's no way we'll be in medal contention, right? There's yeah. the fucking no This is the first time they've ever right. done this. especially with you f- swimming yeah, off course. Off course! <laughs> <laughs> we came in sixth place. I mean, wow. we, we didn't win a medal, right? No, Because only the top three. Holy shit! But the, Out of how many? I don't know, like 30-something relay teams. Wow. But ja- the, within two minutes of Jack finishing... Hey, we got to do this again next year. I had so much left in the tank. I could have, I could have, and it was all downhill. Yeah. I, we got to come back. All right, Jack, settle down. And then Greta, when she finished, oh, yeah, I, the, the, it was great. It was a great training run, <laughs> the hills. We got to do it again. So we you do guys could
0: have meddled if it wasn't for you swimming. <laughs> it was probably me. Well, all the way over swimming to the Abbey yards, and then back
1: yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nice. So they are psyched about next year. And then when we looked at so there's we did the Olympic distance and there's a sprint distance which is a little under half of that distance, distance you know. Yeah. And it's for amateurs, right? It's the for people who just start out in triathlons, they, they they really don't know about it, but they want to get involved. So they do the sprint. If we did the sprint, we would have took first place, John. How about Whoa. that? Yeah. Nice. So they're like, "Let's do the sprint next year." I'm like, "Hey, fuck that. We are doing the Olympic." Distance, and we're gonna get in the top three. That's our goal. Nice, yeah.
0: So the picture you posted, where you said Lake Geneva Triathlon, bitches, <laughs> bitches. I don't understand that, bitches.
1: I didn't say bitches. <laughs> no, it's bitches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that Jack in the picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to. His place, some wine. Yeah. Uh right on John. <laughs> you getting jealous? Jack and you bitches. Trying to figure
1: out how to get you up to Tony's
0: place, you oh, know what I'm saying? God. Um Is that My Jack in the picture? Between two pillows. Is yes, it, it is. Okay. And is that like a real shot, or is that like one of those you go to Great America and they put in the... <laughs> 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 what do you mean a real shot? Well, I mean, it's mean? a real picture, but I it's mean... a real picture, yeah. to get
1: souvenirs like at yeah. Sports Week. So they, and it, they have ah! all these vendors, right, that show up and they want to sell you shit, and, and they yeah. give you goodie bags and all this stuff. So, R-E-I, is that the name of yeah. the vendor? R-E-I, they're yeah.
0: like an outdoor... Yeah, very, very reputable, yes. So that's yeah. where I got my bicycle from, which so, I never ride. So, they had this thing, you'd go
1: and get your picture taken, and they would they would put this uh, magazine template oh, okay. over the picture. Yeah, that's right? what I mean, like yeah. Great America. Yeah, oh, so, funny story, Manny, the guy who wants to come and see the show, yeah. he saw that, <laughs> and he thought that I was on the fucking cover of the magazine. <laughs> And I used to work with him, so he knows all these people that I used to work with. He was running around work, showing (laughs) him that I was on the cover of a magazine. I'm like, dude, that was not a real magazine. So,
0: I didn't see this until Phil posted. Uh, I saw, and then I look at it, I see Lake Geneva Triathlon, bitchies. And then Phil, the bass player, posts, nice, the famous Scott with secret life partner and I lost it <laughs> I left oh my god because I've never seen this guy before I'm like what, what the fuck right right and I got, and I got some major man boobs there, but Jack looks like he's got a little set too in that picture <laughs> rubbing against your nipple there
1: <laughs> Jack's a little gay. Jack uh, in the last year he's uh developed some uh, boobs, but we're true you know he's gonna he's looking forward to next year and and I'm hoping that uh, he'll get back into shape.
0: you know what I'm saying John oh he's he's gained
1: some weight Is in that, the last year yeah. he's gained some weight, yeah yeah. So he's got the boob. Okay. <laughs>
0: he's got the boob. Somebody else mentioned that to me about his boobs. Who was that? Well, it's just kind of the way the shirt is. I think if he just had one like solid color, uh, it's the way the black kind of like swoops down. So it makes them look like. They're Thank you for noticing, John. Thank way you for- bigger than they are.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what are the detail. About? Thank you for sticking up with my <laughs> secret lover. <laughs>
0: Stinking up more. That's sticking
1: up with.
0: (laughs) Oh, I mean, to be fair, it's it's the way the picture is, obviously. Of course, yes. The way the picture is. (laughs) I mean, I got a nice rack. I remember... uh, (laughs) The Stever comes up to me one day, and I was wearing a f- kind of a tight T-shirt, and he's like, uh, hey, you got, like, boobs. That's not normal. <laughs> and I said, you don't have a girlfriend ever. That's not normal. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: So which not normal would you rather have, Steve? Yeah. Better be with a
0: woman or carry a rack like these. Yeah. Cause I can play with them whenever That's I right, want. They're mine. <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: that reminds me, John. <laughs> I'm taking a shower at home. Here we go.
0: Oh wait, wait. Before you get to that, so bitches, right? Bitchies. So then, so I thought then, it was bitches. So it's bitches. So you're it. like, uh, you text me. Did Is it see, too late to edit it? You see Breaking Bad? <laughs> Did you watch Breaking Bad yet? And I said, watching it now. You said, gut-wrenching, baby. Uh, we should watch the last one together. I said, no doubt. You wrote back, sweetie. <laughs> I wrote, gay. I wrote, no doubt. You wrote, sweetie. What is that? What is sweetie? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. She's in good mood. Sweetie.
4: <laughs> Bitchies.
1: All right, so I'm looking at the picture right now, right? Yeah. All right, so I see some boobage. But uh, I have a swim cap on with sunglasses. <laughs> and Manny's running around showing everybody that I'm going to be on the on the cover of Travel. And you got this goofy grin too like
0: Yeah, I, like he's goosing me. <laughs> Oh my God. God bless you, Scott. That's exciting, John.
1: God exciting. bless you. And. Uh, you and Jack. I took the week off, but I started uh, working out for next year, John. I'm psyched about next year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I saw it was the best movie ever.
1: Hold on before we get to oh. movies. We're not done with TTN News. <laughs> I'm crying out loud. <laughs> not only that, John. The Word whore found a co-host for Air Out My Shorts.
0: Uh yeah, I think I read that somewhere. Where did you read that? Uh I think she's uh Jason, right?
1: Yes. Where did you read it? I don't remember. <clears throat> I hope we're not exposing anything too early. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think it was on her f- Facebook, was it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't like a private message to us? <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll double check that. We might have to bonk this out uh, post-production. But yeah, that's big news, isn't it? Well, why would you ask me and then that's ask me the news. name, you dumbass? Because I was asking if you saw it, because I don't remember seeing it posted publicly. So I wasn't going to say anything, but you went and said something. Yeah, I don't see any Not private only that, message. John. Not only that. The great Stephen C and I will be in Miami in October. Right. How about that? You want to go? What's that all about? You want to go? What what when? Uh I'm going October 9th through the 13th.
0: I have a gig on the 12th. What's that a Saturday? Yeah.
5: Yeah,
1: so you go the 9th through the 12th you get an AM flight on the 12th you come back you hit your gig I gotta
0: I gotta do a rehearsal we haven't rehearsed <laughs> we haven't rehearsed <laughs> rehearsal in, uh, like you guys are all professionals oh my god well that's what I said but you got everything recorded tomorrow I gotta play an open mic night uh where's that at at PS Pub in Wheeling? yeah right on I got an open mic night to play my daughter's got her powder puff football game Thursday night it's it's homecoming weekend maybe I'll stop by the open mic night (laughs) (laughs) like it's a guy hey maybe I'll stop by the open mic night (laughs) what time are you guys going to be there Uh, Phil's coming by around 7.30. Your house or the open mic? Yeah, and then we're going to drive
1: together. Right on. All right, maybe I'll stop by. You come with. Yeah. No doubt.
0: (laughs) I'll be coming from the Cubs game. We're meeting there at 8. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're coming from the Cubs game. Yeah, man. You're going to be done. No. Yeah. I'm fine, yeah, man Fine, man <laughs> All right, so Mike Knight <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, the biggest TTN news, John I'm saving the biggest for yeah. the last Skype is working Skype Not is working Not only is Skype working, but voicemail TTN voicemail is working, John Now, we've been out for almost four weeks Have we gotten any voicemail?
0: Voicemails <laughs> Voicemails, <laughs> yes we have we have gotten a voicemail. Yes, we have, Scott. We have gotten voicemails. Yes. We even got a video mail. A video mail? Uh, from, uh... It was a video, I believe, voicemail. Skype from Andrew UK. But it might be a little outdated, the subject matter. Let's see what we have here. Is it about Syria? Yeah. Yeah, did you get that? No. Oh. Um... Let's see, history.
1: But when I was going through all my 285 stories, half of them are about Syria. And I don't feel like talking about Syria.
0: It's outdated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's one call um, from August 27th that is 43 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. A Skype voicemail? Yeah.
1: That's 43 minutes long? Yes. Who is that from? 43 minutes of somebody talking to a voicemail. I wonder what the world yeah. record for voicemail is. That could be it. I can barely stand talking a minute to a machine. 43 minutes. Right. That is something else.
0: I need to listen oh, to that. I know what it was. Uh, we were talking to somebody. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was uh, uh, Jason called us that time.
4: Right. <laughs> All right.
3: So it
0: wasn't a voicemail.
3: Right. TTN correction. Here, okay. Here
0: we go. Here we have a message from Andrew UK. Okay. Here we go. It's coming up. It's here we go and start.
5: Hey, John, it's Andrew in the UK. Hope you're well listening to the show and loving it as always uh and i do hope pat mcgrain calls in that'd be great uh to hear uh i wanted to ask you about syria um and the situation over there in the middle east uh the um uk government uk parliament has done something quite surprising um the prime minister our prime minister david cameron wanted to follow obama into syria And uh, unusually, he did a debate in the House of Parliament about it and uh, was voted down. Um, I don't think he had to even go to Parliament to make that decision, but he did. And uh, he lost the vote. Political move. Apparently, not going into Syria, um, which is unusual because I think we're usually, you know, along with France, first on the coattails of the Americans um, being policemen in the Middle East. And I wondered what you thought, whether um, well, you agreed with uh, what seems to be the will of the people here, which is not to go and interfere in Syria, even though there's chemical warfare and civilians uh, being killed, apparently. Um, uh, or whether uh, you thought um, actually intervention is the right thing to do. And um, uh, even though democracy here is has spoken, we've said, no, we don't want to do it. Uh, whether um, you know actually Obama is right to send uh, troops over or send aircraft over or whatever intervention it is he's planning on doing, I just wonder what your view would be because it's sort of muddled. Um, you know, you've, you've talked about not wanting to go into the Middle East before, um, and you know Obama is uh, you know at least better at Bush, than Bush on these sorts of things. You'd hope, but maybe he isn't. Maybe he's just the same. Um, anyway, I'm putting words into your mouth. What's your view? Uh, I'd love to know. Okay,
1: bye. there you have it, John. Yeah, go ahead. What's your view, John? Apparently, a lot has happened since then. Yeah. Yes. Apparently is a key word. <clears throat> yeah. For me, it, it resonated with me. Apparently, apparently, when he said apparently, because is, we don't fucking know. We don't know. We don't know.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think he Obama should have jumped at, at the chance to uh, send in troops or or send missiles or any of that i don't know I don't to think do that, what I, exactly right what is the goal? What is it gonna do what is the outcome what are we trying to achieve um uh i think the 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 track he took was a little better um but i still don't even understand what they're gonna get out of it yes of course chemical weapons are ridiculous uh, but some, even that, philosophically, war uh, is ridiculous, right? Yes. So, it,
3: it, in the
1: a, in a context of war, why are chemical weapons so much more ridiculous? I, I don't get that argument. Yeah. Because a little bit can kill a lot? Because one man with chemical weapons can kill uh,
0: 50,000 people? Right. It, it's a good point. I mean... <clears throat> um, what do they say about missiles they can they can these bunker busters they can uh, strike so perfectly that they there's very little uh casualties there's very little ca- collateral damage as they call it which i find bullshit we saw in in uh, the iraq war there's hundreds of thousands of people that have been killed and displaced and um Man, yeah, it's...
1: We have fucking drones. They're fucking robots. Yeah. There's some guy uh, playing video games back in the United States, bombing people uh, in the Middle East. So what's the what's the difference? And it's war is hell, right? And if you got chemical weapons, you got whatever kind of weapons you're trying to kill people. That's the goal of war, isn't? it? I mean, it? the thing to is, kill
0: fucking people. They're turning the weapons on on their own people. Um, but if you think about it, wouldn't our own government do something like that to us? <laughs> I hope not, but who knows? <laughs> who I don't knows? know. Right.
1: Well, they, they, we see it all the time. There's videos of cops. The, you got peaceful demonstrators and cops going and spraying mace in their fucking face. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the same as a chemical warfare, isn't it? It doesn't kill them, but it, uh, it's not very pleasant.
0: Aren't we one massive uprising away from our own government to turn guns on us and start shooting us in the streets? Potentially. Yeah.
1: Potentially. I don't know. But the, the the key word that stuck out for me was allegedly. and Not allegedly. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, yes. Apparently. Because when all this news was breaking and I was getting bits and pieces of it, it just made me think about the W and weapons of mass destruction and it's just a bunch of bullshit because... Uh, The government is run by the military industrial complex and and they're calling the shots. And now we're going to get involved with this fucking conflict that I don't give a rat's fucking ass about Syria. I really don't. If you want democracy, you got to fight for it yourself. That's what we did here. Uh, When I say we, I wasn't here. That's what the uh, original patriots and Americans here did uh, against the UK. They fought their fucking selves, and they got their fucking freedom and independence. And you can't—the W's uh, method doesn't work to come in and and, uh, blow people up, and I'm going to give you democracy at the end of a barrel of a gun. Right. That doesn't fucking work.
0: They want it, then fucking let them fight for it. So this was out in the Washington Post today. It said the UN uh, team—this is out of Moscow— A U.N. team is returning to Syria on Wednesday to look more deeply into the use of chemical weapons there. A Russian diplomat revealed that the planned trip Tuesday, adding that Moscow remains doubtful that the government has used such weapons against its people. A U.N. spokesman subsequently confirmed that the mission would go back to Syria Wednesday to finish its investigation of allegations of chemical weapons use, including a report of a March 19th incident in Khan al-Assal. So there is some question. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it didn't happen. Maybe it did. Uh, cause it, let's is, say it did happen. They don't know where these things came from. Where? Could
1: have been the where, government. Yeah, could have been exactly what ha- happened. Could have been uh, fucking weapons. I don't know. There's it, some
0: really sp- bad, uh, spooky ass videos on uh, YouTube where uh, people were. Taking video as they were dying, showing people dying. Uh, I mean, it's it's horrible. Whatever it is, any kind of war, it's it's brutal. But to just go in and start missile, you know, droning, bombing, droning. Who? Who are we exactly? droning? <laughs> and and what what's the result? Hand over your chemical weapons. Oh, we just blew them up and dispersed them in the air even more. Yeah.
1: I don't know, and then I was listening, I guess, John Kerry, uh, Secretary of State, made a a statement, like an off-the-cuff statement, uh, based on somebody's question. A woman asked him a question, and he made this statement, and the statement, which he didn't, he was just talking off the cuff, and they told Russia, we really didn't mean that, but I'm paraphrasing, the statement was, if uh, Syria gives up their chemical weapons, then we won't bomb them, or whatever the fuck we were going to do. Basically, yeah. And that's what happened. So uh, Putin jumped all over that and said, okay, let's do that. Let's go get these weapons and we'll destroy them and that'll be that. And you don't have to go and fucking invade them. And then uh, Rush Limbaugh lost his fucking mind over this. He was like, my God, John Kerry's uh, uh, talking gibberish and it becomes policy. And now Putin uh, gets all the credit for this and I, who cares? <laughs> We're not bombing people. Isn't that right. good news, Rush? Isn't that, exactly, Isn't that good news? You, you uh, who you cares about fucking happening? Fat dumbass. Right. If a clown strolled through and made somebody <laughs> laugh and they decided not to bomb,
0: wouldn't that be good news? No, not for Rush. Not for him. Draft dodging pussy. Yeah, not for him. Chicken hawk. So
1: I'm glad we don't have to get it. military intervention. Uh, which is a nice exactly. name for war and slaughter yeah. and all
0: that other bullshit. Yeah, we have enough of that.
1: They want to fight, let them fight. It's their fight, it's not mine. I have no fucking idea of the history there. I have no idea of uh, these tribal fucking conflicts. Let them work it out.
0: Exactly. Right so then on. we got another message. Moving on, Sean. Now that you're all excited.
1: Am I? Can you tell from in there? Yeah. We can't even see each other. Uh, all right, here.
0: I don't know if this, if this is right. Hey, 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 just realized I didn't hang up after the other call. Did- oh, well, that's not
1: the right one. <laughs> what was that? <laughs>
0: that was we- that Cousin Dan? No. Oh, here we go. John, Scott, how the fuck are you? Uh,
6: I'm not sure whether you remember Uh, Dave, Jerusalem, Bangladesh, Odia. No, I'm in Austria I still listen to the show (laughs) I still think it's fucking rock Although it did kind of start dying in the ass You guys start talking about your medical issues I
5: started thinking I was in an old people's home I don't talk
1: ass. about mine, do I?
5: Then you brought on a stick. Um, Jules. Not Amber. He's talking about Jules? Judy? Yeah. Fuck me, and he fell off my fucking stool laughing.
2: Get her back on again, guys. Because you guys <laughs> sitting around, just the two of you, on each other's cock, <laughs> it gets a little bit boring.
5: Get somebody else in with a different opinion, and that just. And all that. And I'm walking back in a minute has to do a bit of shopping.
1: Where's he on a motorcycle?
2: <laughs> Early morning. Uh, I thought I'd give you guys a shout because I was listening to the last show for the third time. That's how good it is. So keep up the good work. Uh, drop me a line. I think you've got my email. Not that you guys know a fucking use the computer or anything. Good uh, move on the Mac, John. <laughs> Took your time, didn't you? Fucking PC asshole. <laughs> Get rid of them. Burn them. Give them away. Charities love them.
4: Max
0: work. Catch you later. Right on. Okay, so he doesn't hang up, and this goes on for another five minutes. Him shopping and talking to people. Anything interesting? (laughs) I didn't listen to it. I didn't want to ruin the surprise. I just, like, heard this, and then I heard his next message.
2: (laughs) Attention,
6: such a bullshit line.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Is he talking to himself.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. What's his name? Dave. Dave. Right, Dave. Dave. <laughs> <gonna> Jafe? <laughs> Dave's not here. So, yeah, this kind of goes on and on. He's shopping. <laughs> he's Seems like a happy guy. I think he's like a... He travels around a lot, and he calls yep. us from all these places. I think he kills people.
1: <laughs> he's like uh, Chuck Bearass in the CIA? Yeah. <laughs> So did he like... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is he doing with his phone? I do he's juggling it or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he dropped it like in his pocket, right? Right. And that's the, it's the just rubbing pants ru- or shirt pocket, maybe, right? Yeah, shirt
0: pocket. Because it seems very close to his face. Yes,
1: to his face. <laughs> be a great idea for a podcast. Just collect all these recordings of people that left their phone on, and play them.
0: Yeah. I don't know what's going on now. So.
6: <laughs> yeah, which one?
0: This one? I shoot you in the face with this one? <laughs> if we hear any gunshots, we know he's an assassin. <laughs> it's really quiet, too, it'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe he's beating them to death with his
0: phone. <laughs> Sounds like he's putting a magazine into the weapon right now.
1: <laughs> Alright, I've had enough of this. Have you ever done that, John? uh, I left a voicemail once, and I thought I hung up, but I didn't. And the voicemail was to my manager at the time. And I'm like, yeah, so I'll get this done, and I'll get that done, and we need to talk about this, and I'll set up this meeting, and yada, yada, yada. All right, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. And I thought I hung up the phone, but I didn't. And I was in the car with my wife, and she starts asking me questions. And I'm like, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. My manager is fucking
0: insane. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) I need to find a new job.
4: She sucks. I hate it. I hate her. She's stupid. (laughs) So goddamn dumb.
1: So (laughs) I come into work the next day and she... Takes me into her office, and she said, "Hey, uh, I want to play something for you." <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! Come on! So she dials voicemail, and I hear my, you know, I hear the message I left, and I'm like, "Where the fuck is she going with this?" Yeah, right. And then it dawned on me. Oh shit! Oh,
0: that that warm what if I didn't feeling.
1: Fucking hang up the phone. Fuck! I think that's what happened. But the good news is, it took me a while to explode. Yeah. Like, my wife started asking me questions, and I didn't want to talk about it, so I was just like, yeah, well, yeah whatever. Hey, are we, do we going to shop or whatever? Are we going to go shopping? No, 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 no. And she kept asking me, and she kept asking me, and I would, like, try to change the subject. Yeah. And then I finally fucking exploded. Yeah. So she's playing this message, <laughs> and then I can hear where I was supposed to hang up. Yeah and i start to hear that conversation i'm like oh shit <laughs> and so in my mind i'm coming up with rationalization <laughs> you know right, rationalization <laughs> right who was i to, maybe i was talking about somebody else yeah could i could i work it that way Could i spin it that way <laughs> or should i just suck it up and pack my things and leave right now and at the 3 minute mark the voicemail uh
0: Stops because whoever set that up yeah. at the
1: three minute mark. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> because like at the three ten mark is where I went. I don't want to fucking
4: talk about that bitch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Well, right after that voice message, I got this one.
2: Hey, hey, hey! Just realized. I didn't hang up after the other call the night, so I was wandering <laughs>
5: along, talking to myself like a fucking nutcase for seven minutes. Do us a favor. I let that shit out. <laughs>
2: anyway, um...
6: Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Cheers, bye.
0: <laughs> now he's all nice. In Austria. <laughs> you fucked <so tired. laughs> Cheers. He still has a logo. Another <laughs> hour.
1: He's got to figure that out. If you're a deadly assassin, you'd be able to figure out that out, right? (laughs) Well, you know what happened to Mike, you know? Yeah. In BB, right on. We got to talk about that too. Yeah. Breaking Bad, John. All right. Uh, Any other Skypes? Any other voicemail? Uh... Did we hear from Pat McGroin? I'm waiting.
6: Uh, (laughs) I'm so glad you changed your. uh... Your response, sir. That's funny, guys. Oh, this is Pat McGroin. How you guys doing? Yes. i still around. Oh, my God. It's out of uh, sight. I I'd say hi. And, um, and I'm so glad you get your phone line back because I don't do Facebook, and I do email you guys, and you cocksuckers don't answer any of my emails. <laughs> so uh, I got to call this stupid line. Uh, great job. You guys have been doing a great job, even though you're only on the air about once or twice a month. I still enjoy it. If we're, it. Lucky. And, if we're uh, lucky. And I'm envious you guys can get together and uh, shoot this shit for three hours and uh, get loaded and have fun. Uh, but I enjoy listening to it. And, um, and that's about it. I'm Thanks, getting guys. a
0: little teary-eyed, man. <laughs> <sighs> it's dusty in here, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Are you chopping onions? <laughs> that's Pat McGroin. See, you asked, I delivered. How about that? That Look is at that. So the Skype line is back up. It's it's up and running, Scott. Uh, yes. So, so if oh. you want
1: to vent, if you want to ask John and Scott questions, yes. if you want to ask us why we're here, we'll answer those questions. You know we That's need to right. get God it's, back in. And and too.
0: the and the number is one two two four big rod one. Here's what we should do as well. If you have questions
1: for God, there's only one I'm talking about, the Lord, John. Right. Uh, send those questions to us via voicemail. Via? Via? And when God is back in, we will have him answer those questions.
0: So, Scott, yeah, let's go over the Skype number again. You know, it is on the Facebook there. It is on the Facebook, John. It is uh, 224-244- Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, man. It's on it's It's two, two, four, two, four, four, seven, six, three, one. Two, four, four, I'm sorry. Two, two, four, two, four, four, seven, six, three, one. Or otherwise, you could just type, uh, type. Yeah, you can (laughs) type on your phone. The phone number is 224-BIG-ROD-1. Big Rod 1. Big Rod 1. So, yeah, give us a call or Skype us at TTN underscore John. J-O-N, that is. T-T-N underscore J-O-N. Leave a message. uh, You know, call us during the show. Uh, We got it running today, but I didn't set it up to take calls uh, just because we had other shit to get to. Yeah, other shit. John, before we get to movies and Breaking Bad, speaking
1: about Syria, one last thing. Somebody else posted this on our Facebook. I haven't uh, uh, listened to it yet, but I'm intrigued by uh, Fox News, of course. And they ask on Fox News, they ask the question... Is bombing Syria a harbinger of the second coming of Christ? (laughs) And they actually have a conversation (laughs) about this (laughs) on Fox (laughs) News. Are you ready for this? Oh, wait. Are you ready? Uh, Yeah. All right. Let me turn my sound up. Hold on. Hold on. Can I get the sound up? There we go. (laughs) Tweet. 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 Showing a serious tank?
2: Serious stuff is way old. I mean, Old Testament old. That's how old I'm talking about. Don't laugh. Some biblical scholars say it's all there in black and white, like this spooky passage from Isaiah 17. Can you turn it on Syria more. Itself. Behold, Damascus. No. is about to be removed from being a yeah, city you can. and will become a fallen ruin. That's a couple of thousand years. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Orange, growing unrest in Egypt and the rise of the. Oh, I can't. Hold king. on. <laughs> Still, oh, are any God. of these writings presaging events today or merely incidents that already as much happened as I got. centuries ago? After all, Damascus has been overrun countless times, little more than years. Do you recognize the voice, John? Yeah, by, it's Cavuto. Neil Cavuto. But they are uncanny and they are kind of scary, aren't they? Joel Rosenberg is author of Damascus Countdown and is known for his biblical
4: insights. And all of this <laughs> Biblical <very> insights. Biblical <laughs> insights. <laughs> It is very interesting. These are prophecies very more than 2,700 John. years old, some of them. But they have not actually oh been Oh, my fulfilled. God. I uh, this is like comedy.
1: Can we stop and say that prophecies don't fucking oh. exist? Psychics uh, are bullshit artists. Can we just say that right
4: now? Fucking Fox News. Hello? Neil, you should bend over and fuck yourself with a it's been cactus. Con- <laughs> And as it was in 732 BC, and Isaiah, the Hebrew prophet, prophesied that it would be uh, conquered in 732 by the Assyrian king. How that about exactly that, John? Isaiah, the prophet, but Isaiah 17 the psychic. was written after. Uh, those prophecies uh, that came in Isaiah 7 and 8. And so it has not happened. And in fact, this prophecy, as you just pointed out, talks about the complete and utter destruction of Damascus. That's an end times or eschatological prophecy uh, paralleled with Jeremiah 49. How about that? Paralleled with Jeremiah 49, uh, John. That that hints of trouble to come. This is from...
2: Uh, Jeremiah 49 uh, Damascus has become feeble she has turned to flee and panic has gripped her anguish and pain it seized her pain like that of a woman in labor why is the city <laughs> <ever> of <now laughs> not been abandoned the this town is how can alive. you surely, you're surely you're her young not, men will fall oh my streams. god all soldiers will be silenced in that day declares kavudo's really reaching set fire to the walls of damascus it will consume right. the fortresses of ben hadad ben
4: well, you know, in the novel Damascus Town, I imagine a scenario oh, where that prophes- those prophecies, come true in our lifetime. But we don't know that they will. But you've got a horror situation going on right now. A horror. Those prophecies are eschatological, meaning they are end times prophecies. They have not come true in the sense that Damascus is not only still a city, but it's one of the oldest continuously inhabited cities uh, in in history. So. But it's a very sobering thought to think that a judgment of a city or a country could happen, in which an entire city could be wiped out. And that dude that looks like, like a kitty fiddler, what is, doesn't he? Predicting, but but it is saying it now, true. Joel? Is it saying that what's going on? They kind of look
0: alike, don't they? A little bit.
4: It's impossible for us to know that yet. I mean, and I think it's wrong for people who teach Bible prophecies. Of course, to, it's impossible. To, yes, uh, I mean, it's I mean, not impossible to know. To try to say for certain it's going to happen now. But you have 7 million Syrians are already on the run. 2 million have left the country, 5 million are internally displaced. That Jeremiah 49 prophecy says that people will flee, but there'll still be people in Damascus when the prophecy happens. So the bottom line is we don't know. We don't know, John. No, I know. Isaiah 17 and Jeremiah 49. They don't know, but I know. In a lifetime or soon. We know. But they could because they haven't really? happened yet. Amazing.
1: Joseph amazing. Rosenthal, Isn't that amazing? scholar. It's, in a it. scholar, it's A scholar, really? A scholar? Know, a it's in Europe. there. It's <laughs> worth a read. A scholar of fucking fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scholar of fairy tales. Put me on Fox News. I'm going to tell you. It's not, you know, we're not saying it's going to happen. It's not, you know, I'm not saying that. But, you know, all these things are lining up. And Isaiah, he prophesied this. He did. What a joke. It's on the news. This is a joke. It's a
0: good read, Scott. It's all there. It's, it's in there. It's, a it's good all read. There.
1: It's all It's It's a good read. It's one of the best <laughs> reads ever. It's one of the most popular selling books of all time. <laughs> it's a good read. So you check it out. You should check it check out. Check it Definitely. out. Base your life on it? I don't know about that, yeah. but you should check it out. Right? Check it out. What a joke. Unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right, John. So you saw a movie.
0: I saw a movie.
1: Now, uh, have you seen... You have not seen
0: This Is The End. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen that movie. But I saw
1: one. I know what movie you saw. Because I'm a psychic. I prophesize what movie you saw. What did I see? You saw the one with Simon Pegg. No. It wasn't that one?
0: No. All right. I'm wrong. I saw it on... uh, It was like on HBO or something on one of the days where my kidney stone was flaring up Uh and i uh thought okay i'm just i'll just leave this on i'll leave it on and i could not turn the channel
1: and it was the greatest movie it's the greatest movie of all (laughs) of all time of all in a bad way or a good way
0: in a bad way in a bad way
1: (laughs) so like in the in a battlefield earth kind of way (laughs) all right let me you hmm. gotta see this
0: movie scott
1: when did it come out I'm going to guess what the movie is. Uh, June... Of this year? Last year. Last year. June of last year. Okay, so it wasn't Jack and Jill, because that was out in November. I know what it is. What? Bucky Larson.
0: No. No. I don't know. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) It was That's My Boy.
1: That's My Boy. (laughs) That's an Adam Sandler movie, right? Yes, it is. With Adam...
0: Sandburg? Andy Sandberg, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> you want to talk about somebody who is not putting any thought into a movie? This dude put tons of thought into this movie. This movie, I don't, I don't even know. Uh, the movie's about the, a kid who whose teacher starts banging him. He's like, I don't know, eighth grade or something. Maybe he's high high school. I don't know what. But he's this young kid, and his hot ass teacher is banging him. And uh, she ends up pregnant. She goes to jail, and they have this baby. And uh, he ends up naming Adam Sand. He ends up the uh, uh, character who's getting banged in school. He ends up being Adam. He's Adam Sandler in later life. But he becomes this really popular dude, and one of his best friends is Vanilla Ice. <laughs> the re- like Vanilla Ice yeah, playing man. himself. yeah. All right. and, uh, and the kid is played by Andy Sandberg, but uh, he changed his name and became successful, but he's very... Uh, he's got very real bad anxiety issues, and anyway, the whole... Deal of this, the story is is that the Donny Berger is the is the kid who had the sexual relationship with the with the teacher, and he he became a freaking millionaire, uh, and he squandered all his his fortune and never paid any taxes, and now he owes like forty seven grand or something to to the uh, IRS, or he goes to jail, and he finds his son in a magazine or a newspaper, an article about he's getting married to, uh, he's he's going to become a partner in some big corporation and he's getting married to this chick. And he realizes, oh my God, that's my son, but he changed his name and he named his son Han Solo because he thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he seeks out his son and crashes the big wedding uh, or the uh, engagement Ceremony and, uh, or whatever, the wedding rehearsal or something. And he, he, (laughs) he got to see it, man. It's just, it's impossible. I found like the best clips. Somebody put a best, the funniest scenes and lines uh, on YouTube. Here, here they are. This
7: has resulted in a pregnancy, leaves me no choice but to levy the maximum penalty. Take care of our baby, Donnie! dumbass
6: I'm in the jacuzzi hang on Bye, keep Donnie.
4: that lip on me take my fucking shoes mm-hmm. wear them if you want this is since 94 Donnie what are we talking about 50, 60 bucks
7: 43,000 ah! fuck no your old man is here Brother! what are you doing here I don't
4: know what type of guy with Mrs. son's wedding Only oh, yeah, a huge fucking dick <laughs> I thought you said your parents were dead um they are Super dead. This is my old friend, Donnie. You were basically the worst parent ever. I was awesome! You let me eat cake and lollipops for breakfast every day. That's what you asked for. You're supposed to say no. I didn't know what I was doing. I was 13, 14 years old. You know what I remember? Is me having to drive you home from the beach that time because you were too drunk. Somebody's hammered. They have another guy drive home. I was eight. You fucking drove like a champ, too. Huh? You wear a bathing suit in the shower? Can't even take my shirt off in front of other people. What well, did I do with Let me jog your memory. <laughs> <laughs> the new kids on the
0: block! This scene, he, he, when he was a kid, he had the new kids on the block tattooed on his back. <laughs> Andy Sandberg. Sam- <laughs> So it's got to be, like, the worst choice Andy Sandberg could ever make. Dude, it is so wrong on so many levels. I mean, he fucks his grandma. He jerks off to this grandma. He... Oh, dude. And I can't believe it. I I, I am uh, guilty of laughing out loud several times watching this stupid pile of shit. What are the odds that, you know, you mentioned <laughs> these grandma stories, right? Right. What are the odds that
1: they caught wind of a catheter CD that, uh, what was the song you guys did? Grandma Gramadator. And they said, yeah, we need to put that in the we movie. We need to put the Grammadator. Right. Right. It could be. He could have inspired yeah. Adam Sandler. Right? Yeah. No how about doubt. that, John? All yeah. right. So you, <laughs> you recommend this movie not because it's good, because it's so bad and it's it's awful. Yes. Yes. It's
0: so awful. So, how do we rate I can't a bad even, movie? I can't even give it uh, 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 limp dicks, I guess. <laughs> how many limp dicks would you give it? But the more Limp Dicks is the better? Yeah, the the, the, the worse the better
1: the bad yeah, movie? Yeah, so
0: it's a three and a or a half. Three and a half Limp Dicks. So
1: like a Battlefield Earth would be a four Limp dick movie? Well,
0: I don't know. Battlefield Earth is maybe a three.
1: Uh, the only movie I walked out of was, um, uh, what the fuck, The New World. And uh, I wouldn't want anybody to see that for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> so that that movie kind of falls out of what we're talking about. Yeah, this is like um, what was the Freddy got fingered?
0: Was that the yeah. name? Oh my God,
1: that's like a four right there. It's like a it, you got to see it because it's like a car accident, right? That's why you got to see it. <laughs>
0: that's what it is. All right, it's 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 so bad because and and the thing is, what gets me is I couldn't stop watching it because there's so many twists to it. You know, there's so many unexpected, but yeah, I guess I kind of expected that cuz that's just the way he fucking thinks when it comes to movies like this. But it was a little unexpected some of the things that that came up. Uh um and and I, and I laughed out loud. I don't I just I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I mean, his it, Vanilla Ice is known as Andy Sandberg's uncle Van. <laughs> uncle Van. Ugh.
1: Uh, it's horrible. So you're recommending this bad. I recommend movie. this we
0: horrible do. pile of steaming shit. <laughs> we rarely do that. Yeah. yeah. Well I think we
4: do. It's walk now. Yeah, it's because I got it when I was in third grade, my body grew. <laughs> suck. In an hour. There's so many
1: tissues. Oh,
5: oh. Fucked your teacher in the seventh grade. Friends until you banged my mother. Are you thinking that when you were doing whippets with strippers in our kitchen or when you passed out going down on my pediatrician in my bed? Oh, motherfucker.
4: Fuck Last it. night a food <laughs> tank, for this What the fuck is this?
7: It's water infused with cucumber, rose, petal, and harvest sandalwood. It tastes like
6: fucking dick infused with balls. Mm.
0: So basically, the whole movie is him with that that Boston accent—that horrible, 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 horrible Boston accent—and he he must say fuck at least. Uh, Is there? There's a place to tell how many fucks, right? There's got to be. It's like an IMDb or something. An IMDb, it got three stars. That's unbelievable. I got a five point five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah here it is there's uh, uh content advisory alright uh, sex and nudity let's see it got a 10 out of 10 a lot of sexual references and nudity is shown in this movie a 12 year old asks for his teacher to give him a hand job <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you, this is too long to read. Uh, during a student's class class president ceremony, sexual moans emanate from behind a stage curtain. The curtain opens to show a teacher sitting on a piano keyboard. Her bare back is seen and the bare chest and shoulders of a 12-year-old boy that is thrusting towards her as he pounds the keys with his fingers. Uh, yeah. And that just goes on and on and on. There's, like, hot tub scenes. There's, uh, whatever. There's there's all kind of shit. All kind of shit. All kind of shit. Let's see. Let's get to the uh, profanity. About 128 F-words. <laughs> and there you its go. derivatives. Eight obscene hand gestures, 15 sexual references, and 50 scatological terms, 48 anatomical terms. Uh, a lot of drug usage. Man snorts cocaine and slurs his words. A uh, man and his son smoke marijuana from a bong. A grandmother at a party says she that perhaps a man is acting strangely because he's doing hashish. He is not. A man keeps a bong under the counter where he works at a movie stand. A man lights and smokes a bong. A man complains that his father gave his cobra quaaludes <laughs> that made it sing when he, the son, was a child. That's original, right? Yeah.
1: Hey, how about if we
0: had this thing?
1: We where hear we're... that
0: a man needs large doses of Xanax,
1: Scott. <laughs> well, that's would well, that get's a PG? That happens in your house. Yeah, child. exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's fucked up, man.
1: Yeah, and how much did the movie make? Over $100 million? No, it did
0: poorly. It ah, made less. People
1: are finally catching than- on. <laughs> <laughs> They're growing up. Is that what's happening?
0: Uh, let's see, what did it make here? Uh, I think they, they started with $70 million because, you know, they had some big, bad... Uh, Some, you know, Andy Sandberg's Adam Sandler's in it. Lehigh, Leighton Meester, Susan Sarandon is in it. Vanilla Ice, uh, I forget who the other dude was, James Kahn. 70 million box office, 57 million.
1: Oh, it lost money.
0: Yeah, but if you look at the entire Happy Madison. Uh, the, the entire Happy Madison collection. It's a it's, billion dollar It's industry. like a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. Almost every movie is made money. And so they got tons of room to lose money.
1: Well, uh, I'm looking at uh, reviews. Grown Ups 2 on Rotten Tomatoes got, what the fuck did it get? 7%, right? 7%. Here's some of the reviews. A movie by fools. I just lost the fucking place. Hold on. (laughs) A movie by fools, for fools, uh, of fools. (laughs) Uh, Another one. When Taylor Lautner is the funniest thing in the movie starring Adam Sandler and Chris Rock, we are in trouble. The movie lurches from one gross-out scene to another, flipping the bird at continuity and logic. It honestly seems as if Sandler and his team descended on a random suburb, (laughs) (laughs) half-heartedly improvising and moving on when they got bored. Right. Yeah. But, get this, John. There's a movie that only got 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what that is? No. 3 fucking percent. What is it? Getaway.
0: Have you heard of this movie? Oh, that's like brand new.
1: Well, it came out... When did it come out? Uh... It doesn't say, but it's with Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's like just came out, didn't Did it? Yeah. What's the Three date? Three fucking percent. No date? I can't find a date. Uh, getaway is pretty much a 90 minute car chase. That's it. Yeah. That's one review. Uh, for, 90, for 89 minutes that feel like 89 hours, cars speed out of control and crash, doing only PG 13 damage. The damage to your brain while watching is incalculable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Incalculable. (laughs) I can't wait to cut that clip out. (laughs) Even Hawk can
1: drive. He can also act. I'm not sure he can do the same, uh, both at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Hey, please don't do anything like this
0: again. Thank you. Unreal. But I, I mean almost every movie except for like Little Nicky Lost Money. I think we talked about this yeah. before. Ad nauseum. <clears throat> we talk about this. Eight Crazy Nights that horrible cartoon. Horrible. Uh <laughs> You know it's funny though. Eight Crazy Nights. Was it? That was uh, there was like a a movie about uh a Jewish owl holl- the uh Hanukkah, Hanukkah, right? Yeah, About right. the Hanukkah season, that's right. Um, and there's a lot of lot of Jewish people here in the states, right? How many how many Jewish people do you think we got here? I don't know. I have no idea. Ten percent? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you would think maybe they would go see this movie. It's a it's kind of a holiday film, Christmas film. Uh not Christmas film, what am I saying? Hanukkah film. Budget was thirty four million, twenty three point eight million it made. So lost a shitload of money. How about that?
1: All right, moving on. I'm tired of talking about Adam Sandler. Uh,
0: well, it's just you know, it's like most of the Jewish people that are are in the industry, they wrote like Christmas songs, right? Right. Cause they know Christmas is a bunch of BS, and they know it's a bunch of, filled with a bunch of idiots. that go out every year and buy tons of shit and uh, celebrate, and so I why not? Them. Yeah, right. So why not have some songs and make some money off of these dummies? It's genius. Right on. But in this, this one here, Adam Sandler goes completely the opposite direction. Although the film is is adult-oriented, it's a cartoon featuring significant sexual and scatological humor, of course, and focusing on such topics of alcoholism, bereavement, and depression.
1: To, to pull off uh, <laughs> scatological humor, you have to have sophistication, John. Yes. Uh, Adam Sandler doesn't. We do. That's why we That's have shitter right That's because right. we're sophisticated.
0: We can pull off shit jokes. I guess this is like a depressing film. I All of his films are depressing
1: <laughs> when you watch them. Like, Jesus. I got to see
0: this cartoon one paid now. for this? I have never seen it. I got to see this Eight Crazy <laughs> Nights.
1: All right, John, moving on. So, Breaking Bad... Uh, oh. pe- people I used to work with you gotta see this you gotta see Breaking Bad I never watched it and then it showed up on Netflix I'm like yeah I'll check it out so I watched the first Tetanus. season oh my god oh. damn it I'm sorry <laughs>
0: Oh my god!
1: so I watched the first season I kinda got hooked second season was kinda shitty but then third fourth and fifth kinda picked up and now John there's one episode right. left did you see the last episode yes was that like uh, fucking gut wrenching yeah yeah So uh, I don't know how they're going to tie everything up in 45 minutes. Boy, I got to tell you, that
0: Walt, uh, wow. This dude, everything he touches goes to shit. Shit. Shit.
1: Everything. Well, except the blue meth. Right. That's pretty nice. Right, it's pretty nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole video online uh, on the Conan website where they show the entire cast for like 10 minutes after the show, they show them throwing bags of blue meth to the crowd. It's like candy or something. I don't know, right? I guess. I hope be. so.
1: <laughs> so, uh, one show left. It's on this Sunday night, John, right? Is it like two hours, or is it just one hour? I have no idea. I would assume it's like an hour. But how are they going to fucking wrap everything up in an hour? How are they going to do that? I don't know. I don't know. But... Uh, can I come over? We can watch it together? Yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. That's out of sight. I'm getting stuffed up in here. I yeah. wonder if I'm allergies yeah. or
0: something. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm getting it too. Uh-uh. I think it's uh, musty. Down
1: it's there. Must, yes, musty. It's very
0: musty. Got to get a yeah. dehumidifier.
1: But that last episode, dude. What's that kid's name? Tommy? What is his name? Todd. Todd. God. That Tommy? Are you sure you watch that show? I do. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Todd. Tommy. Todd, he's a trip, man. Todd. Oh, he is. He is like, what? At first, especially when he called him an Opie, fucking dead-eye Opie motherfucker, whatever he called them. Hey, do you know who the leader of the Nazis is? No. I
1: just recognized him. Uh he's the guy you you remember the great Nick Cage movie Valley Girl, right? Yeah. You remember the preppy dude that was like his competition in Kung Fu? Oh him? yeah. That's the dude who Are is... you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, I know that guy, I know him. And so I looked him up on IMDb and damn sure enough. Oh man. He's the guy
0: from Valley Girl. Oh. Snap. <laughs> Let's see, What do they got a time schedule here? Pretty well, you know, bad. when I
1: recorded the last one, because I record them and then I watch them, so I don't yeah. have to watch commercials. And it recorded for an hour and 15, and I only set it to record for an hour. So I don't know if last episode, I don't know how long it was. It may have been over the the typical 50 minutes or however long they go.
0: I don't know. Yeah. So let's see. The last episode is... I'd be surprised if they released the
1: time. But they'd have to, right, for a TV schedule? Yeah.
0: Let's see here.
1: Yeah, so oh, the other thing I heard is AMC's going to do a marathon leading up to it. So that's got to start, what, today or tomorrow? Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, you have a chance. Either to watch it on Netflix and catch up, and then watch, um, how many, there were eight episodes this season?
0: Well, 16. They broke it into eight apiece, Right, so, you, so can, they, you
1: can watch all the way up to the eight episodes on right. Netflix, and then you could watch the last seven on AMC, and then catch the very last one this Sunday.
0: Yes. Yeah. How about that? Unless you got Comcast like me, and then you can just do the on-demand.
1: But you have to wait till after it's broadcast, right? The next day, yeah. The next day. Yeah. So what are you saying? I'm going to come over on Monday? We're going to no, watch no, it? No, no, Monday. I'll be working late. No podcast then. Next Monday. Right. So Sunday, we have to watch it with commercials, John. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we can get breaks and get drinks and snacks. Oh, yeah. Snacks, drinks. Yeah. I'll bring some cheese. It just says the story concludes... Uh, Doesn't say, doesn't say how long. No running time. Damn. I wonder though. It's it's it goes back on again at eleven fifteen. So they have a eight o'clock and then eleven fifteen. You don't think three hours? No. Because they do. They do that other
1: show. They got that new show. So that's in between, and then they do like an after Breaking Bad show. And then they rebroadcast the... Ta- right, Talking Bad. Talking Bad. Talking Bad, John.
0: Wow. Let's see. How long is the Breaking Bad finale? Oh, that'd be nice if I could spell... Uh how long is the final episode? Here we go. Here we go. It says here 75 minutes.
1: Wow, 75. okay, maybe they can wrap it up in 75 minutes.
0: Oh no, the past Sunday ran 75 minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, past Sunday. Uh they don't say. When the previous episode ended, Wald appeared in rage, escaped, blah, blah blah. And it doesn't say. Fucking motherfuckers. They need to tell people. Because what if you need to get a babysitter or something? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I need to know. I need to know this shit. I need to know what time. They win. They won big at the Emmys. I mean, come on. Did you see that? I didn't,
1: but they won Best Drama and uh, Walt's Wife won... Um the best actress there right
0: yes yes i mean the show is just ridiculous it's off the hook man there's just like why is it stopping it needs to go on forever don't you think i don't know i don't know
1: maybe (laughs) who knows what do i know well there's a spinoff Call yeah. Saul. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be any good. I mean, that's a good character, but to build a show around him, who knows? I don't know. It, it allows them to bring in all
0: sorts of quirky characters. Yeah, so. you know, he was a comedy writer, right? Who? The guy who plays Saul. I did not know that. With uh, he used to he used to work for uh, Conan O'Brien's show. How about that? Did you know that Bob Odenkirk? They showed a picture of him on uh, on Conan's show as this young, angry, and he, and he told stories about how, uh, about whatever, yeah, how it was on there. Oh, here, here it is. He was a writer, I'm sorry, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Conan, it was for Saturday Night Live, so, in the 80s and 90s, he was a writer for such notable shows as Saturday Night Live, Get a Life, The Ben Stiller Show, The Dennis Miller Show. In the mid-90s, Kirk and David Cross created the Emmy-winning sketch comedy, Mr. Show, with Bob and David. Um, and in the 2000s, he discovered Tim Heide- Heidecker and Eric Wareheim. And produce their television series. Tom goes to the mayor. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So he worked with Conan as a uh, as a sketch writer. Isn't that crazy? And he's fucking hilarious. But then he starts delivering these great dramatic lines, and and this last one, he just finally like. He's, like, terrified of, of Walt. That's why he's running. <laughs> and then he runs into him. He's like, oh, fuck. Of all the fucking things. Anyway. Great uh, lead-up to the finale next I'm Sunday. I'm excited,
1: John. I'm looking yes. forward. It's like when... Remember when Fonzie jumped the... With uh, his the motorcycle? Shark.
0: Not the shark. Oh. No. When he had (laughs) his motorcycle. The bus or something?
1: Yeah, he jumped the bus, and then right before (laughs) he jumped, they cut the show. And you had to wait a (laughs) whole week to find out if he made it or not. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm as excited as that, John. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, Phil's not coming. Oh, he's not? <laughs> well, can you yeah, go see know.
0: who the fuck that is? Phil uh, was Run. very upset
1: with our Run schedule. He's a Monday night guy. If we're going to change nights, he wants to know what the fuck it is. Well, can he can't, you go he said see who the hell it is? All right, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Hey, man, what's happening?
0: <laughs> but who was it? He just said, hey, what's happening? I didn't recognize him, so I just shut the door. <laughs> All right, well, I guess Phil's not coming. I wish no. I knew that in the beginning of the yep. show. That would have been nice, but,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had uh, Pat Robertson, and I can't fucking find it now. I was born in America. But basically the story is this, and I had never heard this story before. But uh, there's a documentary coming out that explores Pat Robertson's purported use of charity resources for a diamond mining mission in Africa. Have you heard that? No. That he did that? Yeah. Um, So they have this documentary and Pat Robertson is threatening to sue. But here's what he did, this fucking guy. Allegedly. The film claims that Robertson, a Virginia Beach televangelist, exploited the Rwandan refugee crisis by using planes to advance a diamond mining endeavor. The filmmakers got the idea for the documentary, blah, blah, blah. Uh, He has the 700 Club. He raised money for Rwandan refugee crisis in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, They interviewed a bunch of people. In a statement, they said, Sometimes a story hits you so profoundly that you simply have to act. We felt that these activities, an implied level of deception, were unfathomable <laughs> on so many levels that we had to find out more. And they did. And uh, they found out that Pat was diverting charity money to run planes to collect diamonds for himself.
0: Yeah, that's right. It says here the documentary Mission Congo, that's the name of it.
1: I thought I had uh, audio of Pat responding, but I guess I don't.
0: He It alleges that the televangelist Pat Robertson Charity in Zaire uh, to help refugees that fled from post-genocide Rwanda Operation Blessing really served as an elaborate front for his diamond mining operation. Why not? That guy's a fucking... He's the devil.
1: After a lengthy investigation... They concluded that Robertson willfully induced contributions, willfully, yeah, uh, from the public through the use of misleading statements and other implications. Yet when the office called for legal action against Robertson in 1999, Virginia Attorney General Mark Early, a Republican, intervened with his own report, agreeing that Robertson had made deceptive appeals, but overruling the recommendation for his prosecution. Two years later, the Virginia investigation was gathering steam. Robertson donated 35 G's to Early's campaign, and it went away. It always surprises me how cheap these politicians are. Yeah, You can buy them off for five fucking grand. It's unbelievable to me. Here it was 35 grand, but it's not like Pat Robertson doesn't have 35 grand. I mean, the guy's a tax-free enterprise, yes. and he gets to spew bullshit, and idiots right. send money.
0: exactly. Well, you know, it's the gays and sodomy. I don't know if you know this, but they have these rings.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you know this. And these rings, they shake your hand, and they cut your hand, and they
0: give you the A. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. The Lord talked
1: to me, told, told me that about the gay. How else bag. would I know about cock and stuff like that? All right, John.
0: Operation Blessing International reported two hundred and twenty million in revenue in twenty eleven and still enjoys taxes exempt status in the United States. And have you seen these people how they have to get these diamonds? no sloshing through mud Ugh. no no water they fall in the in this mud and they're just like trying to pick these little diamonds out there's there's thousands of these people and uh i did see like a little documentary on on how they've been trying to make it better and uh and people are actually getting paid but the amount of money they get for these fucking diamonds. Because there was a big thing that the Beers was, the Beers finally, uh, they got thrown under the bus because they're the biggest uh, importer, or whatever you want to call it, diamond broker on the planet. And they've totally got thrown under the bus about uh, ever since that movie. Uh, there was a movie or documentary that came out and there was all kinds of shit about blood diamonds and uh they're like no we don't do that anymore we have special markings we put on them and then they showed how they can counterfeit them and do shit like that but they're trying to make some sort of concerted effort to make sure that there is no uh genocide involved in the the uh excavation of these diamonds and whatnot but it was pretty pretty interesting it's like what 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 kind of people are out there that do that and this guy's worried about a fucking bullshit ring that'll cut people's hands he, you know if they do find out this motherfucker is done what he's done he's already half dead anyway what is he 107 years old right he, he looks it he won't get the justice there's will no be justice. no justice.
1: No justice. And in its time like these, we wish that there was a hell. Yeah. Because he would go there. This fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly go to right. hell. Yeah. All, All right. right, John. Uh, one more thing uh, yeah. before we uh, call 285 to a close. Uh, Dana Perino. Do you, does that name mean anything to you, Dana? No, no. Per- no it doesn't, it? really? should it? She was the W's spokesperson after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What was his first one? Ari? Yeah. Ari left and she came and she was the uh, White House? No, it
0: was, for a while, it was that other dude from Fox who I think he ended up dying with cancer. What dude? Which dude? Uh, Frost or Snow? After Ari? Yeah, Ari Fleischer. Yeah. Well, then she was the last one, right? Ari Dana? Fleischer and then there was uh... And then there was something snow well she was on
1: Fox News John surprise surprise and they had a story about atheists suing a school district over Pledge of Allegiance in class
0: Tony Snow he, Tony he snow. died
1: so did you follow that John so they had there at Fox News she's in there I don't know if she's sitting in all day I don't know what the hell she's doing there But the story comes up about atheists suing school district over the Pledge of Allegiance Uh, and the whole under God thing. Ready? Here's what she has to say. The former White House press secretary has to say about that. Are you ready? Here we go.
6: That is awful. What? Sorry. Earlier today, the Massachusetts Supreme Court heard a lawsuit about the Pledge of Allegiance in public schools. Uh, An atheist couple wants to remove the phrase, under God, claiming the words violate students' rights. Their attorney explains why.
2: We have a pledge where children, every morning, are pledging their national unity and loyalty in an indoctrinational format, uh, in a way that validates religious uh, God belief. As truly patriotic and actually invalidates atheism as second-class citizenry at best uh, downright unpatriotic at worst well
6: what he neglects to say is that you don't have to say the pledge if you don't want to say the pledge but Dana what do you think about this argument I'm, I'm tired of them I remember working at the Justice Department years ago when I first started, um, I think it was two, right after 9-11, and a lawsuit like this came through. And before the day had finished, the United States Senate and the House of Representatives had both passed resolutions saying that they were um, a, for keeping under God in the right. pledge. I think that our representatives have spoken over and over again, and that if these people really don't like it, they don't have to live here.
1: How about that, John? Wow. So, uh, the former White House press secretary has no fucking idea what the Constitution right. is all about. Right, And just because they voted on a resolution that said, keep in uh, under God in there, the people have spoken. What is the last time a representative spoke for me or, or did what I what right. we wanted to do is right. the voting people. They work for big money, big corporations, John. Yeah. They don't work for us. Uh, she is so out of touch, and you know what her solution is? We should just fucking move. Yeah. Yeah, just move.
0: She's a stupid slut.
1: It's unbelievable. This is the White House fucking press secretary.
0: Dumb! Well, actually, deputy. Oh. Oh. Deputy. Good point.
1: But does anybody that's a good know point. whether
6: this under
1: God was added <laughs> <on>. to the Hold <laughs> on. She said that we should just move, yeah. and he yeah. said, that's a good point. A good point. <laughs> <laughs> they should just
6: move. Good point. But does anybody know whether this under God was added to the pledge?
4: Yes, I it, do. It was? Yes. That, uh, uh, it doesn't matter, um, Yeah, it doesn't matter. The God we trust is on our currency. It, it it was added, but that doesn't it, it matter. In God we trust
0: is on our currency. Well, wasn't that added too? Well, that doesn't, it doesn't matter either. It doesn't matter because uh, uh, it was an act of God, John. An act of God. And the year of our Lord is on the is on the Constitution.
4: <laughs> See, so are they saying that, that we, they want that removed? Or, or better yet, would the attorney choose not to take U.S. currency? Which would be all right with me too.
6: Well, Greg is, is uh, you're not an
1: yeah. That'd be all right with them too if we if we decided we weren't going to deal in U.S. currency anymore because of that under God on it. That's their solution. We should move, and hey, we should man. not deal with
0: U.S. currency. Did you Remember I talked about this, the miracle on 34th Street, how they resolved how they should believe in Santa Claus? How's that? At the end of the film, where they finally, uh, this girl gave the judge a card, and he opened the card, and he says, Look, I can't take this money that you put in the card. It's bribery. You put a dollar in here. And then he looked at it and it said, In God We Trust. And he said, Hey, listen, this is Santa Claus. Because if we can write on this dollar bill, In God We Trust, and never see this dude, and this dude's right here, uh, I'm I'm fine with that. So this is Santa Claus. (laughs) So basically, uh, he was pointing to the mystery... Uh, supervisor up in the sky is on our money and our government put him there so if people believe that there's a Santa Claus, well there must be a Santa Claus. So if you idiots believe in this and they put it on the money, well you might as well believe there's a Santa Claus too so he is the real Santa Claus. Everybody he's not under, you're not under arrest. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. You worked. That's it out. how I interpreted it. Very good. It could have gone this this judge believed in God, and he says, oh, well, if the government believes in God, and people believe in God, uh, and never see him. Well, and this guy says he's he's Santa Claus, and he's right here. Why can't we? Nobody sees him at night either, so we could believe in him. All right, let's
1: return to stupidity. Hold it's on. Just,
6: uh, we, we know that you go to church every day. Um, uh, was this,
3: does this outrage you? Well, let, let, it's a pledge. It's not a prayer. It's a paper
0: this guy goes to church every day, every fucking well, here's, day. Here is the thing about a, a, a free free democracy in the Constitution. It, it talks about, especially in the Bill of Rights, um, it's about freedom. If if you're if if you're a free person, why would you pledge your allegiance to anything? That's the what is it antithesis of of this of a free democracy, free society. You don't pledge allegiance. You
1: do that in Nazi Germany. There's nothing going on up in, upstairs with Dana Perino. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, let's return to hear the rest. Of the, they're going to talk to a guy that goes to church every day and ask him what he thinks. I question going to church every goddamn day.
3: Great <laughs> Jew. Well, let, let, it's a pledge. It's not a prayer. It's a patriotic exercise. In a sense, it's basically saying, thanks for uh, giving us the, uh, the freedom to be an atheist. Uh, this is one of the countries where you don't get killed if you don't, bl- if you don't adhere to whatever uh, belief system uh, they're forcing down your throat, say, in certain countries that we want to Plus, if mention. you don't
6: believe, then why do you care? Yeah. It's just like some guys need, But you know, but the problem. thing
3: is, though, you have to understand, atheism is... All
1: right, if we don't care, then let's change it. Let's say under Mickey Mouse or under uh, yes my balls <laughs> under my balls <laughs> one nation under my balls let's change it to that if it's just a well, name well technically
0: the nation is under your balls from time <laughs> to time that's right
1: it always is yeah. I mean it's our- well you know <laughs> except you- when I travel
0: abroad yeah travel abroad exactly then then the UK is under your balls yes. If we
1: go is there,
3: not an extreme idea. Uh, it's called faith, religious faith, for a reason, because you have faith. The only way you can have faith is if there is
1: to deny evidence. That's the
5: only way yes. you can have faith. Go there's ahead. No
3: faith to compare it to. So I understand that they are the minority here and they have to wait. Come. What? Back, back up. Yeah, we're not why is so up. special? We're, we're <laughs> about that? The only way is to have faith, faith is if the only way you can have faith is if there is no faith. To compare it to, so I understand that they are. What the does that party. mean? It
1: means it means if there weren't people like us that have no faith, then there would be no faith. <laughs> faith would make sense. there wasn't
4: people
0: with no faith, there would a be yin, no faith. You
1: got no yang, right? Okay. I you see what he's saying here? Yeah, it's it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but that's what he's saying. <laughs>
7: to be catered to. Why are they so special? I'm not saying you're... Why
1: are they so special? Why are they so special? I don't know who she is. Uh, she just popped up out of nowhere. To
7: compare it to. So I understand I that, that so. they are the
3: minority here and they have to deal with But why should issues. they
7: be catered to? We're not
3: Why saying. are they so special? What, what no, about I'm that? Just, I'm not that saying you're saying percentage. that.
7: I'm telling you <laughs> that I find it offensive that a few people and these children are... Oh, my God, John. She got offended. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. We should definitely move. She was offended. Yeah. And, and and the constitution guarantees that nobody That's right. should be
0: offended. That's right. Yeah. I'm offended right now by her. And how does she know? Who who told her? People measure their parents' the earth. political yeah. people statements and beliefs, the... and
7: beliefs to try and enforce it on everybody else and inflict their belief system. It's incredibly selfish. It's... <laughs> what? What? <Jesus> Cattle
1: <laughs> Kettle, black... Right, here, let's, I don't know. let's digress. Wrap it up. You know, if we're, if we're talking to her one-on-one, settle down. All right? Let's back it up, all right? The people so, measured the... Earth. We're not the saying you can't go home and say the Pledge of Fucking Allegiance a thousand goddamn times in your... Your closet. Do it. <laughs> I want you to do it. All we're saying is don't fucking say it in school. If you no. want to make it a tradition after or before you eat breakfast with your dumbass kids, do it. <laughs> By all means. We're just saying don't do it in school. Right. That's not so hard to fucking Let's learn something.
0: (laughs) Not pledge our allegiance.
7: Small-minded, and I don't think the court should cater to them.
0: Yeah, let's hear that again.
7: Statements and beliefs to try and enforce it on everybody else and inflict their belief system. It's incredibly selfish. It's small-minded, and I don't think...
1: How can we inflict a non-belief system? Yeah. She's the one with the belief system. But we're small-minded and selfish. It's, if that's not calling the kettle pot black, dot!
7: <laughs> I do know what it is. It's just, it's just a
1: kettle.
6: its belief system is
7: incredibly selfish. It's small-minded, and I don't think the court should cater to them. There is yes. no good reason to There's do no so. You no know, good it's, reason.
6: It's, a, it's been in Massachusetts, because Massachusetts is where the Salem witch trials were. Remember that was when there was intolerance about uh, not being religious. Uh, so, and I would, for example, Kimberly, I, I would Sad. never have prosecuted you for that. Or any of your five husbands. Uh, anyway. Two. Whoa. Oh. One more thing is up next. Did I get you? I did. This has I? been
7: a tough What the fuck?
6: What's, wait a minute. Me, wh-
0: what was her name? Kimberly. Kimberly. Somebody. What was the name of the show? Uh,
1: name of the show. It's just Fox News. Fox News. Uh, I don't know. I don't recognize any of these people on here except. Uh, Kimberly Farino.
0: Goyfoyle. <laughs>
1: I don't know. How am I supposed to
0: find that out? Is she brunette?
1: Yeah, she's a brunette.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would never Sad. have
6: prosecuted you for that, or any of your five husbands. Uh, anyway, that's a low blow. Yeah, what, what's uh, not being the-
7: a few people? And these children are pawns from their parents' political, you know, statements.
1: Oh, the, our atheist children are pawns, right? But not the yeah. Christian. No, they're not pawns.
7: It's in beliefs to try and enforce it on everybody else and inflict their belief system. It's incredibly selfish. It's small-minded. And I don't think the court should cater to them. There is no good reason to do so.
6: You know, it's interesting it's being in Massachusetts, because Massachusetts is where the Salem witch trials were. Remember, that was when there was intolerance about uh, not being religious. Uh, so, And I wouldn't, for example, Kimberly, I, I would never Sad. have prosecuted you for that or any of your five husbands
1: uh anyway well that guy seems like a real asshole yeah i mean <laughs> she's got some shitty so she's up the one who said
0: under god they can leave or
1: no he's talking to the girl the woman who just said that uh i don't think atheists should push their beliefs on us they're a minority it's a joke and uh it's selfish that's who he was talking to so it's it's so weird this dynamic. Yeah. And then he throws that comment about her, I don't know if she has five husbands or not, but now I believe she had five husbands. <laughs> and she her look on her face was like, "You fucking asshole, bringing up my five husbands." <laughs> I mean, what goes on on this show?
0: It's oh, it crazy. says it says Gilfoyle uh, has only been married twice and Beckel is divorced himself. <laughs>
1: He must have made a pass at her or something, and she rebuffed him, and now he's all bent out of
0: shape, so he makes shit comments like that on air. This guy said, but with the exception of his awkward joke, the all the fives' banter uh, revolved around one central theme. Atheists are unpatriotic and ungrateful for what their country has given them. Oh,
1: yeah, my country's given me yeah so much, yes.
0: Alienated. Where does that thought come from? Inalienable rights, Scott. They aren't. What's the last time They're something's given to you? Inalienable. Inalienable.
1: I don't know. I got to pay fucking taxes, property taxes, and they take shit out of my paycheck every goddamn day. Yeah, that's not them giving me something. That's right. Exactly.
0: That's right. Natural and legal rights, Scott, is what you have. Those are, yeah, inalienable.
1: But do I have the freedom? I don't. Because I can't light up a doob when I want. What kind of freedom is that, Yeah,
0: Inalienable. In- inalienable.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any rights. No. You really don't. You know, we have, everything is great, and we have all these rights, and when we talk about it, we're on a podcast. The minute we get in trouble, for whatever reason, if you don't have money, you got no fucking rights. You're
0: going to jail. Well, I remember the guys were doing my addition, right? And uh, I come home. I expect this progress to be done, and there's nobody here. And I walk up, and I'm like, you know, the contractor friend of mine shows up. I go, what the fuck's going on? Where is everybody today? He goes, oh, we got shut down by OSHA. I said, what? Yeah, and they put a, a, a $10,000 fine on, on the guys. For what? And the reason was, is they had taken the roof of the house off, so the whole house was flat. But it was literally maybe a 10-foot drop from the roof, well, where they were, to the ground. And because they didn't put sticks with string and little flags all the way around and wear hard hats and uh, tether themselves... Uh, they were fined ten thousand dollars right on the spot. No judge, no jury, no trial. Right on the spot, fine. And he's f- my contractor's flipping out. And I said, "Listen to listen to me. Stop. Stop your whining." I said, "Go over Stop to it. the. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Quit your crying." I'm sorry. That's that's what he said. And I said, "Listen. Look." Just go over there to the OSHA office and says, tell them and dispute it. You can't fucking fine me like this. You can't just walk up and be judge and jury and then slap me with a fine and I'm supposed to pay it. Fuck you. I'm not paying it. I go, don't say it like that because then they'll probably fine you more. But he did. He went. He went there and he got it down to like three grand. But still, they could come right in and fine and bam, bam, bam. Now, I understand... The Occupational Safety Health Act, because I've seen places that are very unsafe for people to work at, and from a certain point of view, it is it is a great organization, but it should be like, okay, here's your ticket, here's your court date, you know, stop putting people, st- stop these some of these bullshit traffic courts, stop some of these uh, bullshit, you know, court hearings where people are busted with a joint. You know, have somebody go to court because they're violating, you know, having people breathe toxic shit or something, but they got to go to court and plead their case, and there has to be evidence, not somebody who fucking shows up with a gun, you know, a a, a whole army behind them, uh, metaphorically, that can impose a fine of 10 grand on you, just for looking around and going oh that doesn't look right here you didn't do this this and this here's 10 grand fine it's just fucked up that's this country is so ass backwards on, on a lot of these things
1: that is bullshit john
0: it is right on that's all that's my soapbox for today
1: there you have it there you have it, two eighty-five. Scott comes to a close. Comes to a close, John. Two eighty-five. No show next week because you have a busy Monday. But we are going to watch Breaking Bad Sunday night. Well, that doesn't mean we can't have a show. Like Is on it, Tuesday, it we Tuesday. can have a show. Yeah, Tuesday. We got to talk about Breaking Bad. Yeah, we got to talk about that and all the other cool stuff that happened to us over the past week. I didn't That's even get right. to talk about the new car that we bought. That was an exciting oh, you did. story. Oh, nice. I'll save that for next all show. Right. And what else do I have to save for next show? I don't know. That's about it. Oh, I'm going to the Cubs game tomorrow. That should be exciting. Nice. And, uh... I'm
0: going to have a house full of screaming teenagers on Saturday. Homecoming, right? Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. We're we're home base for homecoming. Home base! Special Ed is having a giant blowout Oktoberfest in his backyard on Saturday night. This Saturday night? This Saturday night.
1: I didn't get my invite yet. Adults only. I'll send you one. Nice. It's adults only, though, Scott. What do you mean? I can't go? Oh, I can't bring my kids. That's right. That's what you're referring to. Because I bring my kids to inappropriate (laughs) things. Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, you have. (laughs) Yes, I have. (laughs) All right, man. Well, that's all we got this week. Uh, 285's in the bag, in the can. That's right. That's right, John. Say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. John
6: and Scott. A tool talk nonsense.